my neck. The bracelet matches a set. My brother name is Tina Dollar. Stop all that back and forth over the net. My mama wish I would've went she wish I would've went exec I still turn to a CEO So the lifestyle she respect Hey, two sprinters to Quebec Cherie, who am on back? They only giving plus one So I never pull up to the mat You know I gotta bring the set You know I gotta So I re-listened to Never mind mm-hmm. Never mind And Brian, I ain't gonna lie It's one or two of them on the day That's one I'm sticky Mm-hmm. That thing. It gets me going. I think I, I think I may be a house music aficionado for the summer. Between <laughs> that and break my soul, I won't be broken. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's not what we're here to talk about. Um, this is I'm Josh Rogers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm Brian here, and this is um, not another episode. We're here. We are here. We're back. Grace of God. Um, the, ooh, yeah, yeah, We are back and. We still going to talk about the perils of praise and productivity and public circumstance of being black millennials sure. trying to navigate life. However, we're going to talk about it from a conversation we've already had. Why? Because Brian oh. is going to start his City Boy Summer Travels. I sure am. And, you know, instead of, you know, trying to figure out what to do and bring it on a guest, which we could do, mm-hmm. we decided, you know what? Let's vacay Let's a do little that. bit. We deserve it. We deserve. You deserve it. Uh, where you going, Brian? Uh, the wife and I are going to take Turks and Caicos. Oh, money. No, it's okay. You got your all-inclusive situation? No, nah, we're just humble, humble servants of the whole more lowest. I didn't uh, ask you how humble you were. I said, did you have an all-inclusive situation? No, we have a nice little boutique. Uh, oh, boutique. Niggas can't stay at the Marriott. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, quick good to get away. Uh, and then a quick getaway to Turkey. Quick getaways <laughs> onto like Orlando. <laughs> it's not a quick getaway, my friend. You need a passport to go where you're going. Okay, that's true. Okay, all right. Let's don't don't play humble here. <laughs> you know, I'm a humble servant of the Lord. That's cute or whatever. I like it. I ain't mad at it. Um, but yes, my boy is traveling, and I am going to live. I care to him by also resting. So this is why you're getting this reprise. And what better way to jumpstart? travel months yeah because everybody been traveling me and brian are about to travel travel yeah in july and y'all are here a little bit more of that later this month but what better way to jumpstart that by talking about um the wonderful ways of being a city boy um and while we are city boy adjacent because we're married um last year we recorded an episode that we think was really really dope and we want to bring that thing back because we're probably going to bring we're probably going to bring some city boys on this on this show and, yeah, have, and, and have a part two of this conversation so why not Go ahead and reprise this joint. So, um, as we always say, grab your drinks, grab your cups, grab your everything. Sit back and listen to um, this reprise episode, 1-800-CITY-BOY-SOMETHING. Don't call do the it. number because no one's going to answer. Right. Brian, anything you want to say to the people before you go put your toes in the sand? Uh, I love you all. Uh, and <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like somebody uncle for real. Go right. ahead. And um, we'll be back. Is an elephant heavy? <laughs> well, I'll be back. I'll be back, baby. I'll be back. I'll be back, baby. All right, we see y'all next week. All right, peace. I'm a black man trying not to get caught. I'm just trying to solve the puzzle like a jigsaw. You know it's a big world, so easy to get lost. I'm just trying to solve the puzzle like a jigsaw, jigsaw. Hello and welcome to.
to another episode of Dinner Theater with the Jigsaw Podcast. Tonight, we are going to explore a poem from an iconic person that has historical value and it resonates with all of us in the Black community. Mm. And I am going to read a passage of it tonight. It is going to express the tenor, the texture, and the temperature of the season that we have entered into called summer. It goes a little something <laughs> like this. It reads, this is how we do it. It's Friday night, and I feel all right. The party okay. is here on the west side. So I reach for my 40 and I turn it up. Designated driver, take the keys to my truck. Mm -hmm. Hit the shore because I'm faded. Mm -hmm. Honeys in the streets say, Monty, yo, we made it. It feels so good in my hood tonight. Tonight. The summertime <laughs> skirts and the guys in Kanai, all the gang bangers forgot about the drive by. You got to get your groove on. Before you go get paid. So tip up your cup and throw your hands up and let me hear the party say, I'm kind of buzzed. And it's all because. All because. This is how we do it. South Central does it like nobody does. This is how we do it. To all of my neighbors, you got much flavor. This is how we do it. Let's flip the track. Bring that old school back. This is how we do it. And this has been the Jigsaw Dinner Theater by none other than Montel Jordan, representing the <laughs> Hot Boy Summers of all Hot Boy Summers. And of all Hot Boy Summers. This rendition of This Is How We Do It. Now we got to that the way. Welcome back to the Jigsaw Podcast. Oh, yeah. Your two friendly neighborhood Negroes are back in the saddle. We are I back. I am Josh Rogers. I am Brian Hare. And we are here for another episode to talk about how we navigate the craziest puzzle piece ever created. Oh, yeah. And that is the jigsaw of life. And a part of that puzzle piece becomes with the perils, the praises, the productivity, and the public circumstance of being black men in America. Brother, how are you? Where have you been? You left us. It's a you abandoned me. <laughs> it's a great day to be black. Um, and I was at the Martha's at Vineyard. ABG. <laughs> at a beach house we have um mm, the family mm, has a beach house um so uh, no i did not um <laughs> i did not have any uh, what, uh capri pants on um i i had you didn't have your milk capris on i didn't have my milk capris on i i mm, had suntan lotion all just, over you didn't have your stuff just just curries on <laughs> don't do it <laughs> don't do it Okay. Um, yeah, Beach House, North Carolina. Uh, needed a week off. Uh, took it. Great time. Mm. So you were in great hands. You were in great hands. Chris, we Chris, Moore, friend of the podcast, friend of real life, came. Friend of the podcast, friend of real life, came, held it down, sat in the seat, and um, Airbnb. He Airbnb'd his way into the show. He did. Um, let me ask you this: You said mm -hmm. you took a week off. Are you one of the blacks that? Plans a vacation before you submit PTO, or did you submit to your PTO prior to planning the vacation? Oh no, I I I plan the vacation, <laughs> uh, book the plane tickets, do all the things, and then I and submit then the request. I, I need to be off. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I, honestly, bro, um, I'm taking the time regardless. So <laughs> this is what I'm gonna be gone, and really that time off request 
is really just kind of like a notification. It is um, a courtesy more than it's it a is. courtesy. <laughs> um, because if, if you say no, I'm 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 get I'm sick. <laughs> Coronavirus. And, right. <laughs> Coronavirus. I, I I you know, I want to get me a test or I'm gonna say, you know, but yeah. It I, I plan things well in advance in terms of vacations. Sure. Um and I'm going on the vacations and I'm going to the things, I'm taking the days off. And again, the the request is really a courtesy to let you know I'm taking it off. What about you? Okay. Um, you know, we're about to go on a we're about to go on in a um a nine week world tour. Mm, okay. <laughs> we're, going, we're going to Memphis, we're going to Minnesota, we're going to the South Kakalaki. South Kakalaki. Um, yeah, for some family time and yeah, man, we're gonna have a good time. So I won't be back like settled, settled in the city for any consistent amount of time to the end of July. But um, yeah, and I, you know, I just told the people that I do the same thing. I started a new job and told them, hey, <laughs> these other days, I don't right. know what your, I don't know what your policies are. I don't know how much vacation time I've accrued. I really don't care. I <laughs> won't be working on these days. <laughs> right. Take that how you will. When you hired me, you took me with all of my luggage. All of all my of baggage. It. All of it. <laughs> and that baggage said I was already gonna be off on these days. So anyway, it is what but it I, is. I but I but you look like you're rested. I am. Are you rested? You feel rested and refreshed and rejuvenated and revived. I, I feel I feel better. So much better. Since, Since I laid, you laid my burdens down. down. You laid them down on the beach. I did. I laid them mm-hmm. down. That's so I good. laid them down on the beach. Speaking of gospel music mm-hmm. though. Okay. And laying your burdens down. Last week's episode, I listened to it. It was, it was a, a fine episode. Oh, it was a fine episode. It was pretty good. A fine episode. <laughs> the Lord, Lord used y'all. The Lord used mm-hmm. y'all. Mm-hmm. Now, can I ask you a question? Yeah. Where did that Willie Neil Johnson number come from? <laughs> <laughs> from Amen Good News Gospel. <laughs> okay. Okay. That was, that's one of them BET 3 a.m. commercials. <laughs> it was. It came right at the uh, rough side of the mountain. I'm coming up uh-huh. on boom, boom, the rough boom. side of the mountain, yeah. and yeah. I'm doing my best to make it in. Boom, 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 boom. Yes. But let me I tell you how much of a bastard you are, though. Okay, go ahead. You, <laughs> T- you, tell me the ways in which I bastardized <laughs> your playlist. You played I Am God. Before because he, <laughs> he is God, he is God. I am God. That that's mm-hmm. a number. When you when you play, I am God. There's nothing you can play against that. You know, you know. I'm glad you experienced that. Mm-hmm. And that is exactly how I felt when you played Week to oh. open up the R and B verse. <laughs> <laughs> what was I supposed to do with that? I had literally just said there's no R and B song in the history it's of R and B, in my opinion, that's beating Week. <laughs> And what does this little black boy from from California do? He presses play on the week with the girls. This is my voices. So, you know, you know, I won up to a few times from what I understand. You did. Uh, I can't. What was the other <laughs> song that you played? Oh, um, worth. What was it? I know that was one. War, you did play worth because I had worth as my as my <laughs> second song in the current category. And then Chris had a Chris had an audible. Chris did a great audible though. I will say that. He did do a good audible. And you took Maddie's girls off the board for me. I did. I did. I, th- mm-hmm. I, but that's that's that was the strategy of it all. Once I when I was listening to the episode and I heard you say, Oh, Chris, you can go first, I said, Yes. 
I know good way you was gonna play Maddie's girl song. I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. Oh yeah, but I had, I had it right back there with the wine, and I wasn't gonna let you keep taking me out. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't gonna TKO me. The wine. I'm I'm surprised. I, I really want. If I can go back, I would have made some changes. I definitely for the contemporary. I probably would have done Revolution by Kurt Franklin. That was yeah. That was a song that crossed over like significantly. Has a great oh, yeah. intro. Um, mm-hmm. like it still is played to this day. Um, it's all over TikTok. So I think that'd be yeah. would have been a great. Yeah, song. me too. Like why why I still stand behind my rationale for why I play I love God, <laughs> whether you like my selection <laughs> or not. I don't love um, that song. <laughs> I, don't, I don't I don't necessarily love it either. It's strategy. Okay. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. <laughs> what was I about to say? I feel like I should have given a Jonathan McReynolds Molly music. Contribution. Yeah, I feel like I didn't give enough there. Yeah. Oh, and my mom wanted me to tell you while we were on air that we did not play any Rance Allen and no Timothy Wright. <laughs> okay, so Timothy Wright I actually had Timothy Wright as one of my backups for uh-huh. um for traditional. I was gonna play for for the rest of my life was one of my traditional songs for the backup. He was one of my backups for choir. Okay, and when Chris oh. played James Hall, I was like Ricky Diller, like. <laughs> <I'm> like what? <laughs> and then when he played melodies from heaven, I'm like, oh, I am God. Like what? Like you no, know, I needed something comparable. And Timothy Wright yeah. couldn't win in that particular, <clears throat> like not against those songs. And the same thing with Rance Allen. Like maybe he could have came with the Rance Allen group. But I wasn't right. really a Rance Allen group fan like that. Right. <laughs> um, okay, so for, like within that category, are you putting are you putting Rance Allen? And the Rance Allen group over, um, you're not putting them over Maddie's the girls, they're the not, They're not going over the windings. Uh, if we if we're considering duos and groups, they're not going over BB and CC. Um, maybe maybe if it was I, like it, straight quartet, then maybe mm-hmm. maybe yeah, Rance Allen that, would I was thinking I could I could have played clean up what I messed up. That's a oh, that's yeah. a quartet. Sweep around your own front door before you try to sweep yeah. around mine. <laughs> Yeah, there's there's plenty you know, of quartet songs, you know. Yeah, I feel like other if Rance would have go ahead. No, I won't say other than like something about the name Jesus, like which is was a I, Kurt song, but then was a Kurt Rance Franklin song. Yeah, I was yeah. about to say if Rance had entered my list in any way, it probably would have been solo. But there's so many like you know Yolanda, Donnie. There's so many people who are like solo so artists that I still don't know that Rance. But but again, to that point, to my mom's point. Anybody would have done a versus. It would have been twenty totally different songs with two other people. So, oh yeah, that's especially Shout the way the, we've uh, been Evangelist. doing them. Yeah. Shout out to Evangelist Robin Rochelle Anderson Rogers. Shout out to um, the whole government. The whole government is she cooking this weekend? Um, they cooking Sunday for sure <clears throat> for the fourth. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Noted. <laughs> Noted. Um, Noted. Okay. All right. We got song of the week since we talk about music. Let's slide right on in there. We do. Um, I'm Can we talk about thing. how God is a healer, real quick? He is I a had healer. Some bad hiccups before we started this here podcast, and I said and a look quick prayer. I demanded on God real quick, and them things didn't went away. <laughs> they Woo! went right away. You can <laughs> you, right you spoke to them hiccups, and they I, they I they, they left. I said, if you are the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, you will take the hiccup away from me. And immediately, literally left. immediately, immediately. So he's the God of Abraham, Isaac, Jacob. I got he's the God. He he proved himself. And speaking yeah. of proving himself, we call them all prayer wars. Joshua, aren't you going through under the knife? I assume. Oh, calling all prayer warriors. Pray for me. 
while times are going well with you. <laughs> Pray for me that the Lord will carry me through. Pray for me that the will of the Lord be done. Pray, pray, pray for me. Hallelujah. Yes, I am. I'm going under the knife. If you're listening to this, I've been already started surge. Um, very minor outpatient procedure, but uh, I appreciate your prayers, good thoughts, vibes, positive manifestations, whatever y'all say these days. All those things. Uh, I appreciate all those things. And um, yes, um, it's, you know, we're, we're going to be in and out. All right. So we're praying for you. And uh, we do have a song of the week. Go for it. And it's a within theme. I had a lot of choices, but I'm just, I had to go with the, the best choice. Okay, you yeah. ready? Go for it. I'm going to play it and not sing it. Okay, Summertime by DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. And that William. That is like these, <laughs> these summertime classics, summertime anthem. Um, there were some honorable mentions, you know, Summertime by the Carters. Let's make love in the summertime. Oh, that was on you the, know. that was, that was on the, um, Love is, um, what was the name of the album? Which one? The Carters. Was, the one they did together. What was the name the, of the album? I thought it was the, the Carters. Wasn't it called the Carters? <laughs> 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 oh, everything is love. Everything is love. <laughs> I must say, wait a minute, man. It wasn't just the Carters. <laughs> everything is love. Hold on. So we don't want to get sued or anything like that for playing too many songs. So, but that was a backup song of the week. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was Summer by the Carters, which is, you know, Beyonce and Jay-Z. Got to put Beyonce first. Beyonce and, Beyonce Beyonce and, and Sean. Right. right. <laughs> you ready? Welcome uh, back, Ron. Welcome back, officially. Glad to be here. Glad to glad be back to in the living room. Glad to have so, you. All right. You ready to go talk about some black excellence? So ready. Let's do it in the Blessed Report. All right, we're here at the Blessed Report where we shout out and bless up black folks doing great black things. Um, So we uh, want to, I had a person I was going to um, read about this week, but I'm going to do Audible. Is that okay if I do Audible? Go ahead. And and for those, you know, Josh, you know all the things athletics. What does Audible mean? It means that, you know what I'm saying, originally... That was a play. Mm-hmm. And then because of your intuition or because of your, you know what I'm saying, what is it, what they call it, sports IQ, you're mm-hmm. able to read the field <laughs> or the court and determine, you know what, let's change it up and do something. So you call an audible. Okay. Let's exactly. <laughs> another episode of Josh Athletic Abbreviation. It's another episode of Josh Athletic Abbreviation. Go ahead. <laughs> All right. So speaking of Josh, we are going to bless up. Our friend Joshua Jamal Rogers from Memphis, Tennessee. He is a writer for Blavity. 
He recently was published on June 21st, 2021. Um, his uh, title of his article that he wrote is How Memphis is Closing the Gap to Generational Wealth. So I'm going to give a good blessing to Joshua Jamal Rogers. Let me give you a quick description of who he is, right? So he is from Memphis, Tennessee. Okay. He has a beautiful, lovely wife, Asha, two boys, uh, Joshua the third and Jaden, his parents, uh, <laughs> uh, JB and uh, Robin. He has some sisters, Shawnee and uh, what's the other girl's name? Um, <laughs> she gonna kill me because she <laughs> she listens. Uh, Jessica, right? Okay. Um, good friend. He's a friend on the podcast, friend in real life. Um, he is, you know, all the things. He's multi degreed, multi degreed. You know, went to Morehouse College, went to Arkansas State, went to went to um, what's the place he also went to? Um, Georgia State. He went to all the places. He has three of the degrees. He's black. He loves the Lord. And he just is just sanctified all in his soul. So let's give a bless up to Joshua Jamal Rogers, the first um, writer, um, extraordinaire. He's all the things. So bless up to Joshua Rogers. Want to say anything? I don't. I don't. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, thank you. <laughs> if you all want to read his article, you can find it at afrotech.com. And we're actually going to put it in the... Uh, in the description so you can read the article uh, it's one wonderful things wonderful things he talks about um more, more money more opportunity right he talks about um all the stuff um so read it for yourself i'm not going to give you all the details but it's pretty great and then he has on this this little picture that he has on there is this beautiful he has an all black <laughs> has an all black it looks nice super nice um, but I'm definitely proud of Joshua Rogers. He is great in all the things that he does. And he's putting he's he's writing about Memphis and he deserves all the flowers. So I'm the type of friend that I'm going to shout out and bless up my friends uh, who are also doing great things. So shout out to Josh. Shout out to Chris who sat in the podcast last week. He has his own clothing line for golfing and stuff like that. So I'm glad to be connected to great friends who are doing great things in the community and all their endeavors. So I appreciate you uh, for all that you do, Joshua. And I, I thank you. I, I am going to receive that love. <laughs> and I appreciate it. Um, it was an honor being able to write about some of the great things that's happening right there in the city of Memphis in terms of um, Memphis um, situating itself as a tech hub mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. Um, you know, all the things they're doing to spur entrepreneurship in the city. Mm hmm. So super excited about that. Got a couple of other pieces coming out about the city of Memphis um, that'll be hitting the site soon. I got a really big one that I can't discuss yet, but mm-hmm. excited about that too. So thank you for that. Bless up to no me. Problem. Bless thank up to you. you. <laughs> thank you for that. You ready to go to the billboard so I cannot be awkward right now? <laughs> I'm so ready. Let's go. <laughs> okay. So God has stayed the hand of death. Nobody died. Um, and we thank God for it. The same ways in which he healed me. It's the mm. same ways in which he put his hand out there and mm-hmm. he said, death angel, stop in the name of love. Thinking about black love, the BET Awards happened this past Sunday. And mm-hmm. the BET Awards, as we know, is the blackest show mm-hmm. that ever happens. But I think there's one that may be blacker than just the regular BET Awards. That's the Hip Hop Awards. That The, the BET Hip Hop Awards is... <laughs> Black. That is. <laughs> I don't even want to say this black now. If you you know we say something is the ghetto, mm-hmm. the beats of hip hop was is the ghetto. That the, thing the is the ghetto. Oof, that is That's bank, bankhead, 
squared. That's great. That's uh, Google Fireball. That's Linux but, Mall at this point. Ooh, Linux <laughs> Mall. With, my God, with the metal detectors in the front. Anyway, but next to that is the BET Awards. It is like the peak blackness that comes on television every year around this time. Um, and like most award shows, shows we root for everybody black, but the BET Awards. Everybody's already black, with the exception of like Jack Harlow and back in the day Eminem yeah. <laughs> and Justin Timberlake when he was, you know, when he thought he was black. You know, all those kind right. of things. But for the most part, you know, it's all about us. So some of the winners were um, Giveon, he won Best New Artist. Her, the woman, not the pronoun, um, mm-hmm. was Best Female R&B. I just love saying that. Was the Best Female R&B <laughs> Artist. WAP won um, for the Best Video of the Year. Um, Megan The Stallion um, won for Best female hip-hop artist Lil Baby won best male hip-hop artist Jasmine Sullivan um was the album of the year and Queen Latifah won lifetime achievement award of the year before we go into some of before we go into some of the the highlights um Brian okay I want to discuss one that's not listed here and that was best group or duo and that was by Silk Sonic so I'm trying to figure (sighs) out how right that Y'all had one song. Okay, so if we if we if you're, oh, I'm just okay. Go ahead. My thoughts together. So if you consider the fact of talent, if you put two people together, there's no two people together that's probably more talented than than Silk Sonic. But they had one song, no album, and the song is good. But we rated for them to leave the door, shut the door on the song, and then give us another song. The song is a great song, but it's just like y'all haven't done enough. To be the best, and y'all just came up with a song. The song came out like a couple months ago. Yeah, I mean, but you beat Chloe and Halle. You beat the oh, Migos. That's wrong. Wrong. Um, you beat Chris Brown and Young Thug. Wrong. Which you know they can kind of be argued why they shouldn't have won either. But Chloe and Halle and Migos for sure. Oh yeah, without a doubt. I think Chloe Chloe and Halle probably should have won should've just won. because because Migos just, just came back together. Yeah, um, give Chloe and Halle their flowers. Yeah, I didn't like it. And then Bruno happened to have one for like best video director. <laughs> okay. I'm just trying. I'm just trying to figure out the thing. They just want him to show up to the award show. I, I think that's what it was. They wanted you know that crackhead to be there. And excuse <laughs> me, Bruno makes you money. Makes you much money to ever smoke crack. <laughs> crack is whack. Crack is crack cheap. is whack. Crack is cheap. Um, Bruno Mars smokes cocaine. <laughs> um, <laughs> so a few highlights outside of that one that happened was um that was a DMX tribute. Let, can we? Can I just pause and say that I did? I only watched about twenty nine point five minutes of the BET Awards. So all of this <laughs> that I'm giving you <laughs> is by virtue of me reporting what happened and not necessarily my witnessing no. of what happened. Oh, before we go into the highlights. I will mm-hmm. say, I re- I did what I did see was the Queen Latifah tribute, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. Okay, I did not enjoy Lil Kim's Bayang, but <laughs> but beyond that, uh, that little peacock peak that she had coming out, mm-hmm. the tribute was great. You know, Queen Latifah doesn't have a whole lot of like hit hit hits, mm-hmm. but you and Ity and uh, what was the other song that they did? Um, those two were her biggest hits. And I like mm-hmm. the fact that they had, you know, they let MC Light come from the top booth and come on down to the stage. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like that, you know, Lil' Kim actually, you know, performed. And then it was, um, was it um, Monet and Rhapsody? Were they the two I, other women? I believe so. 
I want to say. But anyway, it was dope. I, I enjoyed mm-hmm. it. And not even being a mm-hmm. huge Queen Latifah music fan, I really mm-hmm. enjoyed the tribute. So I, that was one of the ones BET got right. I think they did it right. Uh, and this, and it was interesting, too, because I don't know that they've ever honored a rap artist. They've always been singers. Yeah, I think it was like Prince one year and... It's been like Pat like old school folks. Yeah. Um, Frankie Beverly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but to do a rap artist, and I think, I mean, because some of our rap art legends are age, like, I think at this point, like, Jay-Z would be worthy mm-hmm. of that, you know what I'm saying? So, anyway, I, I really appreciate that, and I and I really appreciate how they had women stand up and to do it, and I, um, I'll save the last comment. You know what? I'm just going to okay. see it. I wish uh, <laughs> I'm ready to see a more decorated, a more um, a, a, a woman rapper or a rapper, really a woman rapper with more credits and a little bit more notoriety in terms of songs. So we mm-hmm. can see a wider range of other women rappers, you know, paying tribute and, you know, defying all the stereotypes that we see with women in rap. So mm-hmm. that's that. Got it. That was a DMX tribute. Brian, did you watch that? I know you love the DMX. Uh, I checked some most of the, I remember this. I didn't watch the show. Um, I don't remember what I was doing, but I, you know, and this is this is hypocritical me because I'll be talking about us supporting black shows and stuff Were like that. Were you watching like tennis or gymnastics or something? I was watching gymnastics. I was watching black girls destroy the white girls in the uh in the gymnastics. So shout mm-hmm. out to Jordan Childs, shout out to Simone Biles. Um I was watching. Are they in Tokyo destroy. yet, by the way? <laughs> no, not they was in St. Louis. They was doing this in St. Louis. Are they still doing the was, trials and stuff? Yeah, it's doing the trials. So I was watching the I was watching the black girls destroy, just pretty much take over, taking over gymnastics. It, it belongs to black people now. Mm-hmm. Um, but I saw some clips here and there of most of the stuff, but I could not sit there and say I watched the show. You know, got it. All right, so DJ Khaled also performed with Meg, Lil Baby, Da Baby, Lil Dirk, and her. And if you know anything, Meg and Da Baby has gotten into some beef. And when Lil Baby hit, I mean, when Da Baby hit the stage, Meg politely exited stage left. They mm. were not on there at the same time. Uh, I did see that. The, dr- <laughs> the drama did, of it all. I did see that. And Da Baby's performance, his solo performance was terrible. He was like climbing from the ceiling and stuff. It was just he walked out of there with a piece of paper that said contract, and it was just it was just all of imagine. Having your kids one year old birthday party at Chuck E. Cheese, but you did not reserve one of the tables. That was Lil mm. Baby's BET Awards performance. Okay. Chaotic and all over the place. Uh, with a with a you know a theoretical rat running through the stage. That's just Terrible. what it seemed like to me. The City Girls performed. No, thank you. Um Twerkalator. Mm-hmm. And you know, as much as they do twerk, they got a few songs that are specific about twerking. Dancing mm-hmm. is just not their thing. I mean, it is not. They, I, I felt like I'm gonna give them a bit for the doubt, bro. I think they may have been nervous. Okay, I want it was their first real performance <laughs> um, on that kind of stage, and you know, they, J, J, they JT JT dates an alien. So I think it's so many things that I think goes that <laughs> goes into what we saw from um you know from the from young Miami and JT. I just I I Shout out to Young Miami. She's in my top five. I really like Young Miami. And she's like super ghetto and I'm not her type, but you know, I love her. Period. Period. So, <laughs> so um, Shout out to Saucy Santana. Like have you ever seen her and Saucy Santana like go back and forth? Hilarious. No, I haven't. No, I, I I'll oh. put that on my list of things to do and watch. <laughs> <laughs> um, openly gay, Little Nas X kisses a man during his performance, um, like an openly gay man would do. But the world went crazy. Um, 
here, here's my issue with it. Mm-hmm. The world is now demanding that he does a piece on HIV and all those kind of things. Nobody's mm-hmm. telling Nick Cannon to do pieces on like how you should wear condoms and the responsibility of having children or mm-hmm. any of the other men who sing about all the other things. Like whether you agree, disagree, wherever you fall on the spectrum, I don't think that that responsibility lies on him. It is your responsibility to educate your children on safe sex, on the, um, any of the consequences of having sex um, in any mm-hmm. of the things that is not little Nas X's responsibility. Um, no. But you know, the world is going to do what the world does and they're doing it. Jasmine Sullivan and Irie Lennox performed on it and they sang their entire faces off. They did. They were absolutely amazing. I did see that. Cardi B mm-hmm. revealed that she and Offset are expecting their second child. She gave us a whole Beyonce type of thing. We're exposing their belly. Um mm-hmm. I think, you know, considering their first child name is Culture, which mm-hmm. is probably a homage to all those albums that they put out, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if this next baby name is like Invasion or Privacy <laughs> or, you know, Wappy or, you Whoppy. know, <laughs> you know something. Something Money. M- money. Something like money and culture. Um, but I'm sure <laughs> it will be, it will, you know, you know, because ain't Offset real name like me, cause this his Kiari, his name is Black. Kiari Cephas or something like that. Yeah, it is. It's something like that. Hold on, that's right. Kiari Kendrell Cephas. <laughs> Strong so black name. We already got a, a culture Cephas, so I'm sure we're gonna get something like I don't know currency Cephas. There it is. Currency. Currency with a case. Currency with a case. Let's get the case. And last but not least. We mm-hmm. talked about Lil' Kim, the queen be herself. Uh, mm-hmm. Has one of my favorite 90s songs is by her and underwhelming rapper Lil' C's. But Kimberly mm-hmm. Denise Jones in an okay. interview said that mm-hmm. they asked her if you would do a verse with anybody without any hesitation, without mm-hmm. any thought, without any anything stopping her. She said, Nikki. She called out Onika. Mirage, and she says, mm. "Now it will never happen." Oh yeah, never. And never. not because Nikki's afraid, because Nikki just ain't finna do. It. I don't think Nikki's would do verses against anybody. Um, nah, I wouldn't see that happen. I don't see her doing verses against anybody. But I will say this: if there is any Barb listening, Nikki, if you happen to get you know this podcast thrown your way, do the verses. Do it. Do the verses. We would enjoy. We want, we I would enjoy that. It. We want to see the drama. We want to see it. It is going to be like the, it's going to be like the Jeezy Gucci Mane versus all of it. <laughs> um, I, you know what? And I want to I want to see it. I want to see it. Um, Kim said, "If I do a versus, I'm letting you know who don't 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 send Foxy Brown my way. Don't send Missy my way. Don't send Mm-mm. Eve. What well, Eve already did. Don't send none of the other women my way. Send Not me one. <laughs> I That's want who Nikki. I want." Uh, I think in terms of how the verses have been presented, uh, Foxy mm-hmm. Brown, Kim versus would have been the most appropriate. And mm-hmm. I mean, they hate each other just as much as Kim and Nikki do. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, regardless, you would have had those hurdles. And, you know, Foxy might not have been able to do it because I don't know if she would have been able to hear when her songs were playing. Huh? Or not. <laughs> Did you, huh? Is it my turn? Um <laughs> But yeah, but anyway, I thought that was super interesting. I mean, she just said it, and dude was like, hmm, I would like to see that. And Kim was like, I would like to see that too. <laughs> so she's like super <laughs> confident. She was super coy about it. Um, so I doubt that it's going to happen. But Lord, the same God that took away them hiccups. 
<laughs> Come on down to make this versus happen for us. Please um, do. Touch, touch Nikki's, touch Onika's heart. Um, speaking of the verses, the most recent verses that we saw was Bow Wow versus Soldier Boy. Um, Brian, did you watch it? So I watched, I watched pieces of it. <laughs> it was by far one of the most hilarious things I've seen in a very long time. I'm sure. I'm sure. You have Shaw, two young old legends. Shaw <laughs> was just cussing just to be cussing. <laughs> I think he has Napoleon syndrome. He, I, I think he needed to overcompensate from being five one and a half by using um, big strong expletives. I think that's what he was trying to do. Mm. And you know, <clears throat> the same thing that's happening to Trick Daddy, I believe is happening to Soldier Boy. He's 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 rotting from the inside out. Mm. That those drugs. <laughs> now, now you know Bruno Mars may be doing the cocaine, but mm-hmm. Soldier Boy is doing the crack. Because <laughs> he he looks like is it Pookie from New Jack City? Was was that was mm-hmm. that Chris Rock's mm-hmm. character? That's who Soldier is starting to look like. Me. He 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 looks just it it just oh he looks so bad. He's younger than both of us, Brian. He looks so bad. My God, it looks so bad. Mm. He looks. Let me see how old Soldier Boy is in real life because. There's no way he should be looking the way he be, he should be looking. Should make it clap, clap soldier boy, clap, DeAndre clap. Cortez. Yeah, he's a year younger than me. Ooh. he's about to have a birthday. So soldier boy is about to turn 31, and he looked every bit of 58. And every bit, every bit. He's like a skinny Bobby Brown. Um, it just looks terrible. But anyway, they had their verses. It was a lot of things. Um, they brought out some notable stars. Lil Romeo came out, did his one hit, and was on the stage talking about how, you know, it took them this long for him and Bow Wow to finally be on stage together. So that Bye. was something that we didn't need to see. But anyway, the next verse is scheduled for July 1st, and it is Keith Sweat versus Bobby Brown in partnership with the Essence Festival. No, I will not be watching. What are my thoughts? I don't care about it. Brian, will you be watching? And what are your thoughts? The um Keith Sweat, yeah, Bobby Brown. Oh, yeah. I'll be my, um, I, I know I know you're gonna watch because you yeah. and Lauren are like the presidents of Bobby Brown fan club. <laughs> not, but you know. Um, okay, so this is the hard part, right? So the thing is, although like Lauren loves Bobby Brown, she loathes Keith Sweat. Like she feels he's might be the one of the worst artists like ever. Um, so I don't even know if she's gonna watch it. Um or she may just mute his portion. Um, He's a pretty terrible singer. I, I just he, a question: Are new edition of LSG songs up for grabs? And that's and that's my that's my issue. Say what you want to say about Bobby Brown. He ain't got twenty hits. Oh, he don't have no twenty songs. <laughs> he got he one. Have, he got only got one good album. <laughs> yeah, he don't have twenty songs. Keeps where don't have twenty songs. But unless well, twenty, the keeps where he's a writer too. So if you get put in some writing credits and stuff like that, and if you put in some LSG and Bobby Brown put in some new edition or a new edition shows up, that would make it a that would make it a, a great versus. So, so who does Johnny Gill sing for? Johnny Gill might sing for both. He gonna have to because want to fill you cause, up because Gerald Gerald is going on the glory. He has <laughs> R.I.P. Gerald Laverton. So it's um, just it's just SG. I, I'll take SG. 
your body no, all we, no, over we my need, body. We need the L. We need, you need two voices to overcompensate for this. Keep Sweat singing on. on just just find Ruben Stoddard. Ruben Stoddard can feel that for Eddie L. LeBert's still alive. Bring the daddy. Bring Eddie <laughs> he on gonna, the He going to be growling. Yeah, I, when I tell you I love me some Eddie LeBert. I love me some Eddie LeBert. The OJ is one, is one of the blackest groups in history. <laughs> <laughs> they are black. They the never the OJ's. They never crossed over. They they, they just black. <laughs> um, but anyway, I won't be watching. Um, I will be watching the highlights. I'll be reading tweets that people send me because I'm not on Twitter. Oh yeah, I'm definitely gonna be on the timeline, seeing what what people have to say. If I don't watch, I'll be on the timeline, seeing what the people have to say. Yeah, and I might tune in for a second because here's here's the thing about Keith Sweat though. Mm-hmm. Keith Sweat cannot sing, but he, he has cannot. some like. Classic songs <laughs> that you I just cannot deny. Yeah. He has good you know, songs. I mean, just nobody, nobody. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like just make, make it last forever. Make it last forever. Yeah, he has songs. So. He has he has the songs. He don't have twenty. Yeah, he got some. He, he has some yeah, good he songs, got though. twenty. He got songs. You know, and Barbara Brown got some. My prerogative. Jaden likes my prerogative. It's seven years old. Mm. So <laughs> you know. Um, anyway, it'll be interesting, but I won't be watching it. Um, stand in lane with music. Man, I mean, I feel like we just left Black History Music Month and we still celebrate we all the black musical things. Hezekiah Walker establishes a gospel music center at Virginia Union University. It's been announced by HBCU Virginia Union um, that they are partnering with the gospel legend and choir extraordinaire, the bishop himself, Hezekiah Walker, to establish a gospel music center. The academic center will provide both education um, and resources that will help that will help his students who want to get into the gospel music <laughs> industry and lay the groundwork they need to do that um, successfully. So all VUU students will be able to apply, and they'll even be offering a few industry-related certification courses to the general public as well. So shout out to HBCUs. Doing what HBCUs always do, and that always. is you know, pro- providing people with the things and the access to the resources and creating a family and a cohort um, around like legends. It's, it's not uncommon. For this to happen, Felicia Rashad is a dean. You know, I got my issues with you. I talk about you in, in my greater conversation. Um, but she's a mm-hmm. dean. At, she's a dean at Howard. Um, Mark Lamont Hill did a stint at Morehouse. You know, since so it is very, it is not uncommon. So we're excited to see it. Um, production. Speaking of black excellence, production of Black Panther, Wakanda Forever officially begins in Atlanta because Atlanta is Wakanda. It's been three it years. Is. Since the last Black Panther was released in theaters, and now Black Panther Wakanda Forever has begun production. According to Variety magazine, production began Tuesday at Pinewood Studios. They didn't go to Tyler Perry Studios? They didn't. Mm. I don't like that. In Atlanta. I liked it. Everyone... (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, I ain't got nothing against Tyler Perry Studios. Record all the things. Just mm-hmm. keep TP away from all the things, but just re- record right. it there. Um, he needs to be everyone stopped. from the original cast is reportedly returning, and Ryan Coogler is set to return to direct as well. But everybody except our dear King. Rest in peace, Chad. Oh, uh, it will be an emotional time with our Forever King not being in the film, but I'm sure they're going to honor his legacy in some type of way. Um, the film is scheduled to be released next summer, July. That is going to be a 4th of July Adjacent weekend to remember. It's going oh, to be yeah. crazy. We're going to be throwing up the X. Crazy. I need to give me a new dashiki. A new, you know, this is a <laughs> great time know. to get your merch. It's a great day to be black. Right. It's, it's a great day to be black. <laughs> Always a great day to be black. Let me, say, let me say how this is a, I think, a missed opportunity. Why would you put it around 4th of July weekend when like Juneteenth is. Exactly. That movie going to be. It's, it's going to be read about Juneteenth. Just push it up. Yeah. We need to, we need to do a we need to do a sign a petition like 
move it up a month. Uh, I said break, not even a month, a couple weeks, and give it to us during Juneteenth. Like, make that be the thing. I mean, because it's literally July 8th, so Juneteenth would have just happened like right. two weeks before. So, yeah. any other ways, um, I, I mean, standing thing with excellent black women, I mean, excellent black people, Serena Williams, will not compete in the Summer Olympics. There will be a lot of black folks representing the U.S. at this coming Olympics. However, Serena said she would not be one of them during a recent press conference. Williams was asked if she would be participating uh, in the Games in Tokyo. She said no. The tennis star said that she would not be competing because there's a lot of reasons that I made the uh, I made my Olympic decision, and I don't feel like going to them today, maybe another day. Basically, she said, mind your business. Drink your water. <laughs> I said what right. I said. Uh, when right. the exit would be difficult not to compete, she said, I have not thought about it. When you a GOAT, you ain't got to think about it. You just make decisions. You don't. Right. She just make decisions. She just make decisions. Mm-hmm. You know? She said, y'all can have it. I've done this. I don't want to do that. Uh, and then she recently just hurt herself or something. Uh, she twisted her ankle probably. in her last match or something like that. I feel like I just read. That's another mm-hmm. Josh Rod athletic abbreviation. You know, fact check me on that one. Um, Bill Cosby <laughs> was released from prison today um, after sexual assault charges were dropped. The actor and comedian William Bill Cosby was released from prison after a Pennsylvania Supreme Court ruled he did not receive a fair trial. The Pennsylvania Supreme Court overturned the indecent assault conviction of Bill Cosby on Wednesday and ordered his release from prison after finding that he was denied protection against self-incrimination. The court said that a prosecutor's decision not to charge uh, Cosby, 83, in an earlier case, opened the door for him to speak freely in a lawsuit against him, thinking he would not incriminate himself. Um, a second prosecutor later used the lawsuit testimony in a criminal trial, and that testimony was key in his conviction years later. Cosby was convicted on three felony counts of aggravated indecent assault in 2018 of drugging and assaulting um, Andrea Constan in 2004 and was serving a three to 10 year sentence. He served nearly three years of the sentence. The state Supreme Court um, said Cosby cannot be uh, retried on the same charges. Um, Brian, I, I have thoughts, and mm-hmm. I know this is the point we would typically go through them and discuss it, but most of my thoughts are centered in a greater conversation. So All right. I, if, if I can save mine for that, I would, I would love your permission to do so. Let's do that. Okay. Do we, you have anything you want to add to that? Okay. No, I... So, I I was, yeah, we can do it for great conversation. Okay, so we gave y'all context. So when we get to going off a few minutes later around <laughs> here, did you understand our thoughts? All right, so with all of that being said, understood, and accepted, Brian, are you ready to go into the living room? I'm ready. Okay, I'm let's ready go. You me- yeah, you went there last week. Your seat is open. <laughs> your seat is open. Sit in the reclines. Kick off your shoes and let your feet. Party on down with the jigs on podcast. Just kick it. Let's go. Grab your drinks. Yes. Grab your wine. Grab your um your juice and a coconut with the umbrella mm-hmm. in it. Grab whatever it is. Get your get your sunscreen. Put it on your nose like Brian did. Uh, all the things. <laughs> get all the things. <laughs> Let's go on down to the living room and have some fun. Let's go. All right, we're here at the living room, and we're excited to be back. I'm excited to be back in the living room. Uh, we have a quick conversation today. We had a lot of in the billboard, so we're going to have a quick conversation in the living room here uh, to just talk about my favorite season, and that is summer. Summer, summer, summertime. You did that song, but I just felt it needed. It was a perfect, you just, 
It was, mm-hmm. it was, you gave me an in. Go ahead. <laughs> so, uh, it's City Boy Summer, right? So, we want to kind of talk about these things and we want to make sure that we, we're ready. Josh already has a tank up on right now. He's ready. He, he's, <laughs> he's tatted up and he's just, you know, I've been working out extra hard to make sure he's ready for the summer. He's, he's flexing right now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, so, so those that do not know, right? Summer officially started on June 20th. Okay. Yeah. So we want to make sure that you're prepared. It's City Boy Summer. We want to make sure that we have a great summer. So before I get into the conversation, Josh, are you excited about summer or how do you feel about summer? You know, I'm always excited about the summer. But this particular summer, I think I, along with the rest of America and the world, is excited because we didn't have one last year. Um, we did not. So even though people have been outside, I mean, outside, outside. <clears throat> and, you know, and I've done my fair share of being outside. You know, but mm-hmm. you know, I, I go into a lot of spaces still with my mask on. Most spaces, ninety nine percent of spaces, um, right, with right. my mask on, uh, I'm still pretty, pretty safe. I'm washing my hands regularly and all that kind of stuff. But anyway, um, mm-hmm. I see all that to say, I think a lot of people are super excited. So yes, I am excited. Although I don't have any like major like trips planned, I'm just excited about um, everything that's happening and the ability to be outside and enjoy myself. How about you? Um, I love summer. I'm excited to be outside. Um, after being in the house for a whole whole year, not having summer last year, um, like I said, I was in the beach last last week. So I'm trying to find as many places to go to. I'm gonna be out of town this weekend, uh, enjoying summer. After that weekend, I'm gonna be outside trying to enjoy summer. Um, yeah, I'm, I love summer. Summer has so many great things. It has cookouts, <clears throat> vacation, mm-hmm. um, con- its concerts start during the summer. Um, so I'm excited about it. Um, but one of the biggest things I'm really excited about when it comes to summer, which I do believe is a staple, I'm kind of think that during this conversation, we can kind of just go through some things we, we feel are just some staples of summer and kind of navigate you through, um, how you should have a great summer. Um, the biggest thing that's on, I kind of, I would say kind of starts the, um, the summer vibes is really the cookout. Would mm-hmm. you agree? Yeah, you make me happy. Boom. Yeah. Boom, boom, boom. This you can tell. Yeah. When I think of cookouts, it just makes me think of that song. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah and, and, and cookouts are, are extremely important. And this is a quick caveat. We do understand, I'm, you know, I love everyone black, you know, um, and, you know, just to let you know regarding cookouts, just because we're celebrating or just because we're cooking out on Independence Day does not mean we're celebrating Independence Day. Mm-hmm. That is a national cookout holiday for black folks, just so you all know. Yeah. Um, just with that being said, so it's cookout season. So one of the main things I think at the cookout is extremely important is the food. So what would you have at a cookout during the summer? Oh, man. So, you know, to your point, it ain't our holiday, but we're going to cook out. You give us a day off, we're going to have a day off. And we're going we gonna to have a day off. Things. So we ain't going to be at work Monday. And we're going to barely come back mm-hmm. in Tuesday. Um, but mm-hmm. since we celebrating on Sunday, you know, we ain't really mm-hmm. celebrating America. We we just kicking in with family. So, mm-hmm. you know, the way I grew up, bro, um, ribs, mm-hmm. some chicken, some sausage, burnt sausages, mm-hmm. circle mm-hmm. bees, the red ones. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Y'all can have, I just thought y'all just I just thought seeing people put like bratwurst stuff on on the grill until I came to Atlanta. Y'all bougie. Red oh, yeah. smoke, peak <laughs> swine, circle bee. Preseason sausages they good got good flavor and you gotta get them you gotta slice them down a little bit let them bust open ooh let that ooh let that juice go down in that charcoal and let that flame come up on and let it burn it up a little bit get a little crust um 
put you some bologna on that grill. I don't even eat bologna, but bologna you, on the grill, bro. You burn some bologna on that grill. Reverend, I, I ain't never heard of that. Reverend, you ain't ever. Well, welcome to the South. Uh, welcome to Memphis because <laughs> you can go to a barbecue restaurant in Memphis and get you a grilled bologna sandwich. <laughs> yes, you can. Yes, you <laughs> can. Yes, you can. Yes, you can, my brother. Oh my God, I, I only like bologna, but you throw it on the grill and you burn it a little bit. I'm gonna eat me some bologna. Um, <laughs> Y'all like to say, you know, pull, pull, uh-uh, shoulder. We call it what it is. It's a shoulder sandwich. That's mm. what it is. You chop that meat up. <laughs> you put that bad boy on that grill. Ooh, you let it smoke. Come out of God. And you take it inside and you chop it up. Mm-hmm. Ooh, you can use some slaw. You put that on there. Put that slaw. Put that. Gotta have slaw on there. Listen, you put that on the bread. You toast that bread a little bit so it won't be too soggy. You put that barbecue mm-hmm. sauce on there. You put that slaw. Oh, don't put no pickles on the side of there. Oh, that white oh, yeah. stuff. I don't want to bite into it. Baked mm-hmm. beans, uh, spaghetti, because it's a side. <laughs> at uh, a cookout. Okay. At, at a cookout. Yeah, what, what? Baked beans and spaghetti is your side dishes. Uh, <laughs> potato salad. Potato, potato salad, salad is a side dish. Um, potato salad for sure. If you're a little modern, pasta salad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, watermelon. chicken. Chicken, watermelon for sure. All right, so hold on. So let's. We, I don't think we ever talked about this on the podcast. What about that? You t- are you putting? I ain't uh, putting no muscle. I know you go. I ain't putting no muscle on no watermelon. <laughs> Y'all can say they're white stuff for white people. I don't do that kind of. Food. And I, all you black folk TikTokers and Instagrammers who've been doing it, the ancestors are ashamed of you. I, her, may, may Harriet Tubman uh, haunt you for the rest of your days. <laughs> I don't. We don't do that. We don't do. Mm-mm. My ancestors didn't die for you to put no mustard on no watermelon. Mm-mm. Get out of here with it. Mm-mm. But yeah, that's pretty much it, man. Like ribs, chicken, mm-hmm. bologna, sausages, mm-hmm. hamburgers, mm-hmm. hot dogs, mm-hmm. um, meat, meat. It's about eighty five percent meat. And if you like my daddy, because the grill's still hot, you gonna start putting the stuff out the freezer and start oh, throwing yeah. it on there real quick. Because yo, yeah, we, 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 we ain't gonna waste no, we ain't gonna waste no good fire. <laughs> Not at all. Not at all. Um, and then you, you some do corn some, on the grill. Yep, you do some corn. Um. You know, you do some baked beans, you do some mm-hmm. some, um, some Gettys, as we would say, because we hood, some slaw potato salad. Um, then you got your, I hate banana puddings. You got banana pudding and you got, got your, banana pudding. your watermelon and you got your, you know, your red velvet cakes or your pound cakes and all that other mm-hmm. kind of stuff. And we got a Pops cooler full of drinks. We got a cooler full of drinks. Sprites. Oh, cold. yeah. It ain't, it ain't, the water in there, but they ain't getting touched till all the sodas are gone. Oh, yeah. Um, ain't nothing, ain't nothing like a, 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 a drink from a cooler. Ain't nothing like a cold drink from that cooler, bro. Nothing. And that's it. Let me and stop. Let me pause right here. People always ask me, Joe, what you say? Pop or soda? I said, I grew up in Memphis. We say drink. What you want to drink? <laughs> I want a grape drink. I want a Sprite. I want a drink. Give me a drink out the freezer. That's what, that's what we say. It's a drink. <laughs> and we ain't talking about liquor. It's just a drink. But go ahead. Is, is there anything you would add or deviate? You know, is, in, in California, y'all grilling up with quinoa and kale chips? I'm nah, trying probably- to... <laughs> nah, don't do that. <laughs> Maybe some asparagus might y'all, throw, throw that know, on the grill. Y'all did a little yoga before you got started with your, with your cookout. Do <laughs> nah, we uh, nah. It's you know, cookout. That it's eighty five percent meat. The oh rest, yeah, you know some sides and stuff like that. Um, cookout games. We got you know dominoes. Oh yeah, is a thing. Mm. Um, spades. you know, to play spades. Play spades. Mm, Uno for those who don't play Spain. Oh yeah, Uno <laughs> Taboo is a game you got to play at the cookout. Uh huh. Um, you know those are the things. I'm trying to think of what else. You know, if you play basketball, if you go to the park, depending on where you at, if you, you know, mm-hmm. play all the games and stuff like that. Um, if you up in the class, important. you may have a pool in your backyard. 
Oh, yeah. And if you're hood, you just got your water hose or your splash pad. <laughs> right. The kids are just running through the sprinklers. <laughs> they just run. <laughs> Br- bring that baby to the suit. They- you going through the pool? Nah, you're going to run through the sprinklers. Uh, I'm in the grass. <laughs> <laughs> grass be all tore up. Uh, listen, listen, grass tore up. Ants just biting their little toes. But they having all the fun they want to have. <laughs> it's a great time. Great time. Great time. Great time. So that's what the cookout. But then, you know, the more important thing is, you know, the, the playlist is important. Um, so you got to have good songs. So are you putting on your playlist, are you putting um, Beyonce Before I Let Go or Frankie Beverly Before I Let Go? Oh, definitely Frankie Beverly Before I Let Go. <laughs> and if I'm a DJ, I'm mur- I'm playing it all the way up until we get to the part. I put up the gold jello. So I can have both. Mm-hmm. But I'm starting off with Maze Frankie Beverly for sure. That's why, that's why when you said it, Cookout, I just went straight into it. You that's make the, me happy. That's the cookout song. Yeah. This you can tell. Stood right beside me. And I won't forget. Yeah. <laughs> that I really love you. <laughs> it's been like Simonic Solo. You should know. <laughs> I'm going to make sure I'm right. Before I let go, that yeah. does sound like a sermonic solo. The words before I let go, I want to make sure I'm right, Lord. Before make sure, I, I want to make sure I'm right. Before I let go, yeah. Why right, don't you get me caught up? That's good. They wrote them lyrics. They wrote them lyrics. That's some good lyrics. Uh, what else you put in your playlist? Oh man, um, candy, candy got to be on there, right? Candy girl, um, I'm about cameo candy. I know what you're talking Just about. Like That's candy. the one that hit oh. my head. Yeah. They hate your spirit. Uh, I can feel you when you walk, <laughs> even when you talk, it takes over me. That's like, let me see what else is on my because I have a summer playlist. You do, you I sit do. One. You got got an electric slide to candy. Mm-hmm. And you got to do like the little Detroit ballroom shuffle thing to um before I let go, um. You know, I got some new stuff on here. Up by Cardi B, Crush on You, Look Kim, Best of My Love, The Emotions. You got to keep some old school in there. Um, some Mariah Carey fantasy, Never Too Much, Luther Vandross. Never Ooh. Too Much, Never Too Much, Might Never be my Too top Much. Five favorite songs of all time. Like, oh, got a, to get it a up, song. Marvin Gaye. That's a good one. I used to go out and party. Yeah. And stand around. Because <laughs> I was too uh, 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 did you know Aliyah redid that? Yes, in her one in a million album. Okay, mm-hmm. look at that little music I, trivia. I wish they would release that new music. Listen, can we talk? Um, Got to be there. Swag surfing, uh, money maker, two chains, countdown, Beyonce, party, Beyonce, always be my baby, Mariah Carey, love my life, Erica Badu, um. Hypnotized, B.I.G. Just fun songs. Mm-hmm. Just fun songs. My one Brandy favorite, sitting up in my room. You know that great. You know line. the the song itself is not like cookout appropriate, but that beat just boom, mm-hmm. doom, 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 it just goes. And yeah, man. Any like, what's what's some like go to songs for you on your summer playlist? You you sang it earlier. I don't know if you said it right now, but uh, this is how you do it. Is oh yeah, is oh there. yeah, Monte, Monte, um, Monte. You can even throw some oldies in there, like some Temptations type of stuff in there. You can play some uh, your favorite dude, um, Al Green, in there. You oh know, yeah, love happiness is a thing that you can you can play. Some Prince, 
Yeah, just the cookout music just needs to be fun. Yeah, remember like, the time. Yeah, it's the stuff that you can just walk around and just dance and just have a good time. And you don't got to really listen to it. It's just at moments people might get up and dance or you got to be able to sing. It has to be a vibe. So whatever song you're going to play at the cookout or just even summer songs, you got, it has to be a vibe song to where you can be chilling. All of a sudden, people are going to start singing it together. Even melodies from heaven can be sung at a cookout or played at a cookout because mm. it's just one of those songs that everybody's going to end up singing. Yeah, you got to maintain the energy. Mm-hmm. Then you got to go. So you got to throw some juvenile in there. So, uh, you oh, know, yeah. You know, taking over a 99 and 2000. You got to do that. Right. Because um, at one point, the cookout's going to get late. And then you, it's going to come into the house. And then the kids got to go to the other rooms. And then folks are going to start getting just wild. And twerking is going to start happening and all that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, you got to play some 36 Mafia. You got from it. Memphis. Um, you got to play some Uncle Luke, some Scar. <laughs> you know, some, <laughs> it's just you know, just certain things you just got to keep playing and keep it going. Um, get the people going. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, like yeah, I think the biggest thing, whatever you decide to put on your playlist, to Brian's mm-hmm. point, you got to keep the energy high. Mm-hmm. You got to curate the vibes. If if the energy dips, it's your fault. It is. And and speaking about the energy, speaking about the vibe, what type of niggas or type of people do you not want at the cookout? Niggas. Um, and, <laughs> that coming don't I, bring nothing. Yeah, like when I say that, I'm not talking about colloquially niggas, as in you know my brothers and my sisters. I'm talking about niggas, um, the ones who don't bring none, but always looking for your foil at the end of the night because they want to take a play home. Um, mm-hmm. The type of people who are just full of drama, like it's mm-hmm. like for example, Brian may have one or two people. That he may invite to some stuff that I don't particularly care for, <laughs> or sure. would hang out otherwise. <laughs> um, but that's okay. The only thing I ask for Brian is the same thing Nene asked of Cynthia: mm-hmm. just give me a heads up. <laughs> so that I know how to prepare myself. I know how to. It, act it's a must. And it's I do must. the same thing. And it's not so much because I don't like somebody. Sometimes, just depending on like, depending on my level of interaction, you know what I'm saying. I'll just say it that way. Depending on my level of interaction will determine the ways in which I would respond to certain situations in certain environments, right? So mm-hmm. I do I try to do the same thing for my people. Hey, such and such is coming, or such and such should be here. Mm-hmm. Not because y'all got beef, but because, you know, I want everything to be cool. But yeah. that's that's a whole nother conversation for another day. What I'm saying is, is that people who just come with negative energy and a bunch of drama, this ain't what right. this is about. This is about good times, this is about love, this is about joy. Um the, the person who thinks that they are like God's gift to culinary arts mm-hmm. and chefs, like, yeah, don't tell me what you would have done to the slaw. Either you're gonna eat it or you're not. Right. And, and I'm not, and I'm, not talking, and I'm not talking about people who can't cook. I'm talking about people who are just like over overly critical of food because they don't taste yeah. like your baked beans. They might they yeah. ain't nasty, they're just not yours. Like, right. you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't like don't do that. Don't yeah. do that. Don't be that person that like stands by the grill and is like, "Oh, I would have you know cooked that ten seconds, ten mm. seconds longer." Or standing over the kitchen because like I'm I'm a young guy and I'm a guy, so it happens mm-hmm. to me sometimes where like I've noticed people standing not in the kitchen. I hate people in my kitchen with me, um, but near the kitchen, kind of watching. It's like I got this. Yeah, I don't need. Like, what, I don't. What do you think's gonna happen? I I don't need you. To, and if you don't like it, then that's your, that's your business. But <laughs> but I got, <laughs> I got this. Like so, if that's your attitude, then you know eat before you come. Right. And that's it. Yeah. Please so those are the kind of people who I don't I'm trying to think of more people. Um oh anybody with like a particular agenda, 
I don't like Donald Trump as much as the next person, but I also don't want to talk mm. about him at the cookout. And I also yeah. don't want to talk about the George Floyd case and things like that. Nah. So, uh, all, you all don't the, talk about anything political. Or, all or, the hotels or, and stuff and religious and yeah. all that. All the hotels. This ain't the time for us to talk about women in pants in church and like all the nah. other. Like, this ain't, this ain't the time for none of that. Um, nah. We won't hear none of that. We want to talk about, you know, the drama of it all. You know, stuff like that. We want to talk about um, the culture. We want to talk about um, vacation. We want to talk about not our jobs. We want to, we want to rant about our jobs. We want to talk about our job. We want to rant about nah. it. <laughs> Why we don't like certain people. Yeah, so, that's what we know. want to talk about. <laughs> that's what we want to talk about. Um, so that's what we want. So that type of people cook out. Let me see. I, I don't like. Um, yeah, you already said people that, that come and don't bring nothing. Or they, they come and they, they come, they eat, and they leave early. Um and they take food with them. Uh, the folks who criticize the grill, I'm trying to think of anybody else that's out, out there. People that come there with the, 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 they in a relationship and they just be arguing all the time and stuff like that. Like, we don't want your, we don't want your energy. Like, we don't want that either. Keep that somewhere else. Um, great example of this is Poetic Justice when uh, Chi Town um, shows up and him and Regina King, I don't know what the, her character's name is. They get to fighting and arguing at the cookout. No one wants that energy. Like, mm. That's not cool. Um, nobody needs that. So, <clears throat> what'd you say? I said nobody needs that. Yeah, no one needs that. All right, so cookouts are important. That's a, that's a staple oh, of summer. One that's, more thing we don't what? want. Your white girlfriend or wife who attempt to make the potato salad. White people are just, not allowed to cook at black cookouts. Just just bring them. It's already, they already get a, like, a plus one because they married you or they're dating you. Right. Don't right. let them. Or, don't they? Yeah, if they bring something that gotta be store bought, like yeah. rolls or cups or paper plates, plates plastic, drinks, ice, drinks, and let us tell yeah. you what sodas to get. Cause don't come here with right. no shastas. We don't want <laughs> don't come with no Doctor Thunder. We don't want that. <laughs> we want Sprite. And if you get peach, it needs to be a Fago, mm-hmm. or like don't get no fancy peach. Cause you know who got one of the best peach drinks is Big K. You say what you want to say about Kroger drinks. That Big K peach though. That big K peach be hitting, Brian. That big K peach hit. Don't bring no honest apple juice. Them kids want Kool-Aid jammers. They want the stuff that's going to turn their teeth blue. <laughs> when you got to bite yeah, them hugs, you got to bite that foil on Sir. top and just drink mm-hmm. it. You don't even open the whole thing. You just, you, you do it. You're like that. And you suck it right out. <laughs> we don't have no scissors for no popsicles. You bite that plastic on the end and you mm-hmm. suck it out that corner. That's what we want. So leave your white traditions where they are. Them the people, the mm-hmm. white people who try to infuse white traditions. And it's not even white traditions because y'all stole stuff, but your bland culture, your, 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 your tan culture. Leave that mm. where it is. Leave that over there with the desperate housewives. Leave that over there where you found it in the suburbs of your little white corners, in your little trailer park. We don't want it. Over here on MLK Boulevard, we mm-hmm. want all the black things. So just be all happy that you was dating Rodney and Rodney brought you to the cookout. That is mm-hmm. that that is your win. That's your victory. Right. The, I, forgot about, I forgot about white people who try to do the most. Yeah, Oof. I forgot about white people coming to the cookout. I you just, and your I raisins. Never... Karen, get you and your raisins on somewhere. <laughs> I don't know if I've been to a cookout recently with a white, with a white person. I don't want to. We, we, go, we, we go to cookouts together. I don't know if anybody we know actually is dating somebody. Yeah, that's white. I hope not. Keep your pimento cheese where it is. We don't want that. Go ahead. <laughs> All right. So cookouts are a staple. So we talked about cookouts. Mm-hmm. Um, vacations. Hot boy summer. You gotta go on vacation. Something you gotta do. Um, 
are, you know, I know our boy Chris, he is a is adamant about having separate vacations. So family trips and then friend trips. Oh yeah. Having your personal time. And you know, I if if I, if there's legislation to be signed about that, then put my name on it. <laughs> it's a must. I think it's necessary. To have oh, your yeah. family trips, then also your time family trips, adult trips, but then also like friend trips. Like so where you're having multiple opportunities to go on vacation. Um Family trips, I would probably say um, maybe water park would be a good place to go sure, on vacation. Theme parks and stuff. Yep. Theme park. Um, a, a, a nice wholesome beach trip. There's different types of beach trips that you can go to. You can go to a beach like I was on. was a family beach. We had a private beach. Or you can go to like, you know, Miami Beach is more of like a friend trip, right? That's an adult vacation. Yeah. Um, what else? Uh, summer camp. The kids love summer camp. So they can go there and you can do your own thing. Um I don't know about the family vacation. I haven't gone to any. I mean, um, family vacation. I, I'm thinking like the beach, definitely the family beaches. But I'm also just thinking about in general cities that lend itself to be more family oriented. So mm. if I'm going to do a family trip, I I will probably not likely take my children at this age on a family vacation to New York City. Um, we're likely going to L.A. Um, Orlando, or, maybe. or Orlando, right? Mm-hmm. Or um. I don't know. Like I've only done DC as an adult without kids. I'm sure they got family mm-hmm. stuff, but I don't know anything about it. Um, but definitely like some of the Texases, some of the cities there, because they have like the six flags and things like that. And then mm-hmm. like, even internationally, right? But I think at a certain age, kids like kids like the simple stuff. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't while I do want to take my children internationally, I want to be able to do that um in ways the you know, that they would really enjoy and kind of soak up the culture because mm-hmm. like my mom, one, I want to say one summer or winter when she had the kids, she took them to the civil rights museum in Memphis. And they, I mean, they weren't able to really appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just think when you think about family and not to say that they didn't have a good time, I just don't think right. that they really appreciated the gravity of, you know, what that museum offers. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, I think when you think about real family vacations, you have to plan and find stuff in those cities that lends itself to be really family oriented. So I think Orlando is mm. one of the best examples. Um, yeah. You got Disney yeah. World, of course, but there's so much other stuff. So um, much stuff. Orlando's well, actually a pretty good city to vacation. Yeah, it really. I know. I know. I say L.A. While L.A. can have its grown scene, there's so much. There's so much other. Like L.A. to me is very different than New York. You know, mm-hmm. New York oh, is yeah. very like business grown, but L.A. kind of has that that mix that you know influx of children and family kind of. Yeah, everything. In L.A. You can go to the beach. You can go to because uh, they got Disneyland, to- right? Museums. Yeah, you got Disneyland. Yeah. We got Knott'sberry Farm. We got Magic Mountain, mm-hmm. uh, which is the Six Flags. Theme park, so we have about good three theme parks that you can go to in in the L.A. Yeah. metro area. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I think that's dope. I was those that aren't in Atlanta, Atlanta, I think it's a pretty good like city you can go to for our family vacation. They got the aquarium here, the uh, what's the other place that people go? To? Water Coke. Yep, the Coca Cola thing. You know, one little <clears> yeah, I think Atlanta's a good the, city. The Silver rights thing. You got MLK thing. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the football thing down there. The, uh, yep, the football thing. You got Legoland. You got, um, you know, just little little change stuff as as in uh, main event and all that other kind of stuff. So there's, I mean, there's stuff. Yep. Um. So ab- absolutely. But let's go back to these other vacations for a minute. I, I I think that it is good to say you have your family vacations and then you have mm-hmm. your friends' vacations. But I think there are yep. subcategories, Brian. 
Okay. Think about this. Um, see, we're talking about a city boy summer here. <clears throat> Let's talk about so, it. So you have a, you have your family vacation, which is you and your children, or you and your if you don't have children yet, you and your parents or siblings or whatever your familial makeup is, you take those. Mm-hmm. Great. Then I think the subcategory of that is kind of like you and your spouse or you mm-hmm. and your partner. Yeah. So to speak, I agree. Uh, I think that's you know part of a family trip, but very different than what a friend's trip would look like. I think a sub sub category that is a couple's trip, and the reason why I didn't Mm. put that on friends is because I think the energy with all couples is different than what the energy may be with just friends. Because think about for a minute before Chris got married, right? There will be times where you know the guys we would break off and. You know, we ain't talking about married people stuff because Chris ain't married. We'll be talking about, you know, right. stuff with the guys. So anyway, right. so I, that that's me. Then you get to friends. I think you have like your general friend groups, whatever your, mm-hmm. your group chats are. Uh, and that could be mixed company, right? It could be mm-hmm. like you said, it, you and your wife could go, but you could also be with some college friends and who some who aren't married. You may got the right. one friend who bring the jump off and decide, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, you yeah. know, that that's just a friend. It's a friend's trip. It's just a bunch of mm-hmm. friends. Male, female, you know, all the things. That's a group. It's a group of people. It's a group trip, right? And then you have what I think is the the guys and the girls trip, which mm-hmm. is just you and all your guys or you and all your girls mm-hmm. or your frat brothers or your sorority sisters or what, what, however that looks. And I think those are different elements, too, <laughs> because, right. you know, it lends itself to a certain level of uh, what's the word I want to say? I mean, just, you know, a certain level of not liberality. Yeah, uh, just yeah. freedom. Just freedom, right? That's what I want to say. Um, and not to say that you're going to do anything like you know unethical or thing like that, but but it is to suggest that you don't, especially like for me, me and Brian, we're husband and fathers. If I go out mm-hmm. on a guy's trip, I don't have to be consumed with being a husband or a father. Oh yeah, no labels. I'm just Josh. It doesn't mm-hmm. mean that I'm not a father. It doesn't mean that I'm going to ignore my marriage vows. What it does mean is that I ain't got to worry about what, see what Ashley got to eat. I ain't got to worry about, you know, all I got to do is worry about if I go shopping some, bringing this woman something back. That's mm-hmm. it. That's it. If I remember to do that. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, you know, that's just being honest. But for the most part, you know, my inhibitions are low and I'm just here to have a good time. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that those are some subcategories. I'm, I'm going to ask you this, Bryce. We talk about a city boy summer. What, you yep. know, what does that look like as a married man? You know, having a city boy because you know we 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 go out to the streets, we city boy, and we got to, we you know we hang it up and come back home. Yeah, um, let's be honest. Sure, it's everything except for just the smashing. It's the going out. Yeah, or say with me, you and Chris go out, right? Sure, go out to a place, have great drinks, maybe do some dancing. Um. You know what I'm saying? We're not going to cross the line, but it's the, the thing of really going out there and just really enjoying yourselves, being who you are, um, and not having any labels or being somebody's dad or somebody's husband, even though you are somebody's husband. It's really going out there, just having fun, maybe have some drinks, um, do some of the things. Kind of like when we go out to like a like Seavers or something like that, like mm-hmm. that type of situation. Um, th- that's what my my thought process, even as being a married person, really just having fun, and, and oftentimes we have a spouse. You know, thank God for my spouse. She's pretty cool in terms of like, I'll go have fun. Like, bet I'm gonna do that. Um, that's what it should be. It should be just having fun and just going out doing what you want to do, 
and just enjoy yourself. And I'm low-key upset that we still haven't had a, a trip. Um, and I'm kind of going to talk about that in a second. The fact of me, you, Chris, and some other people have a trip, you know, and we've never had it. Um, and that's the problem with some niggas, right? We, you know, they, they, they we plan the trip, and it doesn't end up happening. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So... Let's let's not let's let's not do that this summer, y'all. Let's, let's not do let's, let, let's let's actually go on the trip. Let's actually you know? go on the trip. If you can't afford it, say you can't afford it. Let's do that. And you know, and I'm gonna add to that in terms of being a city boy. I think it is just really living your best life. Um, like for mm-hmm. me, I've been working out, and, and, and I say it facetiously, but I'm also kind of real. While I am conservative for the most part, I'm not building mm-hmm. this body to hide it. So you're not gonna see me on the beach. Let it all hang out. With with a white beater on, you gonna you gonna see these pecs, you know, you gonna mm-hmm. see these muscles, you gonna see these tattoos oiled up. You you just gonna see, I'm gonna have on my five inch shorts or shorter, um, mm-hmm. which is what it is. I'm having thigh meat out, okay? all, all the thigh, thigh out, skies out, thighs out, right? And I think mm-hmm. for me that is part of it. It is being, it is it is it is a certain energy that you exude. Yep. Um, there's a certain level of attractiveness that you have that people are attracted to. And again, to Brian's point, because I'm committed to discipline, you can't control. I, I saw a meme today that said you cannot control who's attracted to you, but you can control who you entertain. And I mm-hmm. think that is peak married city boy energy. Right. It is the ability mm-hmm. to, to curate vibes, to be the vibe, to have the mm-hmm. juice, uh, to do all the things, but still understand, um, impl- but still implement all of your boundaries. Right. This is what I'm willing to do. This is what I'm not willing to do. But it, it, it's almost like how we, how on this podcast particularly, we talk about how women have complete agency over their bodies, and I think it's the same thing for mm-hmm. men. Uh, it is, you know, I want to be able to be on a beach shirtless, or I want to have like my button down, you know, down to down to the third button, you know, Listen, you know, with my gold, button. you know, with my gold chains <laughs> on, you know, things like mm-hmm. that, right? Um, and even as a even as a believer. Um, I, I still want to wear my shorts. I want to wear, you know, my sandals or I'm going to, I'm getting a manicure and pedicure because my feet going to be out. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm taking care of myself. I'm making sure I'm putting on that, that, that good, you know, I, Brian, I got me some sky screen. That's SPF 100. Okay. Well, you know, okay. what, what Josh won't be doing is I hear sunburn. Okay. I got to keep this skin tight. Right. And right. I can't let this, you know, melanin, the sun is good for the melanin, but it will also age you. Okay, and my I mm-hmm. refuse to let my black crack. Um, but no, like really taking care of yourself and being it, you know, curating, like I said, curating vibes and being the energy that you want. Um, so mm-hmm. you know, not being the life of the party, but being the party. You know what I'm saying? The party starts when you show up, and now that's that's my perspective. And I yep. think uh, it's different for me again because I'm married. But for my for my single brothers, you know, do your thing, but be safe. Right. Uh, have fun. Uh, yeah, have fun. And you and you and let me let me tell you this, Kings, who are out here. You deserve you deserve effort too. So you ain't gotta be the only one sliding in DMs. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Make up make her slide in you or make her come to you. Let, you know what I'm saying? Like, don't like energy should be reciprocated. All right, post a thirst trap, brother. P- post, post it. it. Post it and let her send the hard eyes. Let her send the flames up, the one hundreds, whatever it is. The, the eyes to the side. The eyes to the side. You know what I'm saying? Let, <laughs> let her do the thing. You get flued out, bro. Right. You know what I'm saying? You put on your Versace robe, but you be take you take your pictures from the hotel room. Do your thing. <laughs> do your thing, King. Be go right. up. Be a city boy. And for us who are married in this here relationship, go out there, support your friends, be the wingman, and then go home. But we're gonna mm-hmm. we gonna be out here having fun too. 
Right. And we gonna low key. We gonna low key live vicariously through you. So listen. So do your thing. You just let us know what happened. You let us know what happened. (laughs) Detail us in the group chat. Right. Call us on Facetime and set up. That's for the group chat. You know what I'm saying? But you know what I'm saying. (laughs) (laughs) Do the thing. Yes, gotta have that. So vacations are extremely important. We gotta do that. Um, this one, next one's gonna be quick uh, because you know we have kids now, but kids are out of school. Mm-hmm. So for a person like yourself that has two kids that that are at school age, what do you do with your kids on summer break? Get rid of them if you can. Mm-hmm. See, see, how I said that with no thought. Get rid of them if you can. If you can. <laughs> <laughs> if you got grandparents who are fortunate enough to be alive or in the same city. Um, let me let me talk to my new parents. Brian being a new parent. Mm-hmm. Let me talk to y'all. Chris, mm-hmm. Kiana, tell Kiana, tell Kiana listen in right here. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um <laughs> get rid of them kids. Mm-hmm. They're gonna they gonna always be there. I promise you. I still get on my mom and daddy nerves today. Okay. <laughs> they go, I'm third, I'll be 32 this year. They can't mm-hmm. get rid of me. I'm in a whole nother city. They cannot get rid of me. <laughs> Sometimes when my mama don't answer, I call my dad. My dad answer, I call mama. I am still <laughs> their their baby, their child. Right. Um, what am I saying? You going, being gone from them for a, a few days or maybe even mm-hmm. a week, you're not going to miss any major milestones. If they've not taken their first steps and said their first words, right. that's pretty much it. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's pretty much it. I'm not saying be reckless and dump them off to your parent. What I am saying is that right. don't lose your don't lose your identity in your parenthood. So mm-hmm. if you have kids, get rid of them. Um, you know, for you know for a short amount of time. In the meantime, if you can afford camp, do camp. And it's not just a that's not just so you can have peace. But a lot of us still work, so we need somewhere for our kids to go. And then our kids right. also need something constructive and productive to do. Camp can be expensive, but a lot mm-hmm. of your community centers have camps at reasonable prices. I know like Cobb yep. County has a really great camp, bro, for like $100 a week. They go on field trips. They go to activities. They go like water parks. And you ain't got to pay none extra for none of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. They feed them. <laughs> they give them, you know, lunch, breakfast, snacks, right. all that different kind of stuff. Uh, and if you can't afford a camp, uh, I would just begin to think through ways where you can kind of probably build cohorts with neighbors. Mm-hmm. You know, and kind of, you know, build like these, you know, I know they did it doing virtual like pods. I would think through what that looks like in the summer. Um, yeah, but definitely. And then take some time off to really spend time with your kids, too. That's another important yep. part, because sometimes during the school year, we're in the hustle and bustle of work. They're doing projects mm-hmm. and work and all that kind of stuff. So take some intentional time to just even just playing PlayStation, spend some time yep. with your kids. But number one on the list is send them to their grandma. Yep. My if daughter's going do- to... <laughs> I'm flying to uh, at the at the time of this. You're listening to this. Hopefully, it's a Thursday when it drops. Um, I will be on my way or on my way um, on my way to Richmond or on my way home from Richmond to drop my daughter off with her grandparents. Yes, do that. And by the time you hear this, we'll be on our way to Memphis. And when we return back to Atlanta, we will be kidless. Um, so <laughs> right. yes, do the things as 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 often as you can. Um, in whatever capacity you're able to do it in. Brian, anything you want to add with the kids? Nah, that's the main thing. Like, you know, I, we've gotten a little taste of our daughter being with her grandparents, and it's a good time. Like, even if it's for a couple of days, like, it's worth it. A weekend, uh, you know, at minimum, is is worth it. Take that time away to go mm-hmm. do that. Again, like Josh said, don't just drop them off all the time. Like, let's, you are a parent here. Um, but, don't I would don't feel bad about dropping them off with the grandparents, especially if the grandparents are are great people. Um, all right, so 
kids are out of school. This is one thing I think is going to be near and dear to your heart is I feel that it's important. Beach bodies. Go ahead. So what are some do's and don'ts of beach bodies? As a person that has a beach body like yourself, I have a dad body, you have a beach body. What do you think are some do's and don'ts of beach bodies? I appreciate the fact that you think I have a beach body because I don't. (laughs) Um, It is almost there. I'm hard on myself. But you know what? I'm, I'm just going to say this. I'm working towards specific goals because these are my personal goals. But I'm going to mm-hmm. say this, Brian. You talk about a damn body. You give that beach body. You give that beach whatever body you got. <laughs> right. Are you alive? <laughs> Do you have a body? Then that's a beach body. Okay. Exactly. Um, and, and I get it. There comes a certain level of maybe insecurity or um, pressure to be like ripped mm-hmm. or whatever. But if you're not that, like, listen, summer is here. If your vacation has, you know, you got vacation next couple of weeks, you ain't about to have whatever body you think you want, it ain't happening next couple mm-hmm. of weeks. So you Mm-mm. just give them the body that you have. Um, because right. I'm just an advocate of not swimming with t-shirts on and all that other kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I understand oh, yeah, no. that no. other people have like their reasoning why they do it. But me personally, I just want to encourage you that you don't have to do that. Um, I'm I don't fat shame. I don't skinny skinny shaming is a thing because I grew up very slim. I don't skinny mm-hmm. shame. I don't do any of those things. No so, body shame. Um, yeah, I don't I don't I don't body shame. So give the beach with everybody you have, and you know wear the things. Wear your short swim trunks, bro. Like wear them mm-hmm. joints. Don't be afraid of colors. Don't be afraid of patterns. Mm-mm. <laughs> Mm-mm. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like do the things. Like ladies, wear your bikinis. Like. You yeah. know what I'm saying? You ain't got to have no one piece or a tennis skirt or all the cover-ups. And I mean, do your thing what, to, to your level of comfortability. But what I'm telling you is that live your life and, you know, right. and don't let nobody tell you that what you have on is too provocative. If it's a swimsuit, it's meant to swim in. It's meant to be on the beach. Period. Right. Yeah. Period. And think about yeah. our conversation we had earlier about the different type of vacations. Let that be the determining factor on what kind of beach wear that you bring. Oh, exactly. And, then, yeah. and that's it. I, that's my barometer. Right, because I got some Forever Twenty One uh, um, swim trunks. They got like the Captain, you know, nautical stuff on it. They're they're really short. They might not be the ones I wear on my family vacation, um, mm-hmm. but I got some other ones that you know are right above the knee that are like just plain blue or something. Like you know what I'm saying? And for me, it's a little bit different because I'm personally not wearing a speedo. I just don't do that. But but yeah, like I just kind of think through the type of trip that you're on and let that determine like what you do at the beach and how you navigate the beach and what you wear and all that other kind of stuff. But in terms of bodies, if you want to get your body right, get that body right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm not going to ever discourage it. But at the same right. time, if it ain't there, then it ain't there. So give the beach whatever body you got. Right. Yeah. I, I, I was just at the beach recently and there were all kinds of bodies. And... <laughs> No one was like, oh, my gosh, what does she have on? Like, it's the beach. What does he have on? It's the beach. No one cares. So just live yourself. Live your, you know, live free. Um, brothers, if you want to wear the banana hammock and just have the thing slanging everywhere. This shall be. By all means, do that. Right. Um, and Okay. Last but not least, so we talked about vacation. We talked about kids being out of school, beach bodies and cookouts and all the things you know, and we're going to kind of use this as black man self-care. So we're going to probably skip that segment, but okay. Um, summer self-care. Mm. What are some tips you think you can do or have, or people should have to just ensure that you enjoy your summer. Like what are some tips, um, you know, we can, that you feel that you can do to enjoy your summer. Drink your water. Use your sunscreen. Yep. Mind your business. Mind your business. I mean, that's the top three for me. 
I mean, because mm-hmm. it's hot. And if you live like where we live in the South, it's, it's you know, I wake up at five something in the morning. Well, I wake up before that. But I'm in the gym at five, between five and six every morning. It is 78 degrees at 5 a.m. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that should give you a barometer that by the, the at the heat of the day is 95 98 100 some degrees i grew up in memphis right. where it would be like 95 with a heat index of 110 mm-hmm. that's how i grew up so stay hydrated because heat strokes are mm-hmm. a thing um full body cramps and cramps are a thing so stay hydrated. Use your use your use your um use your sunscreen and your moisturizers. Yes, we are mm-hmm. black, but your black will crack and it will still burn. Um, mm-hmm. So if you plan on being in the sun, do that, and then mind your business. I promise, you, if you mind your business, you'll be able to enjoy the summer a lot better. And the last right. thing I would say to you know self care to have a great summer is um, explore, try new restaurants. Mm-hmm. If you go to the same restaurant, try a new dish. Don't get like. Right. You know the shrimp Alfredo. Every time you go, get something different. <laughs> you um, eat that same thing on, on, on Valentine's Day, right? Like, you eat the same thing on it. Valentine's Day. Like you know, ex- explore different places, do staycations, like go to places in your city that are touristy that you may not ever been to. Like, but that's right. that's that's my advice. You know, drink your water, moisturize your skin, mind your business, and be um, adventurous. How about you, bro? Uh, okay, I have one big one. Okay, wash your behind. Oh yes. <laughs> Cause it's hot out here. <laughs> Wash your behind. Um, mm-hmm. Use uh, deodorant. Um, if you need to trim the hair under your armpits, fellas, trim the hair under your armpits in your in your in your nether regions, your balls. You should be um, trimming those sure anyway, <clears throat> right? Make Especially sure that's, in the that's trimmed and clean, so the odors aren't just building up in there. And get you a ball um, deodorant. Sure you're sh- Making sure you're showering daily at at mm. minimum, um, cleaning your balls cl- thoroughly. You're behind. Spread them cheeks and just you know make sure it's all clean there because when it's hot, that's when the the smells kind of build up there and all that kind of stuff. So wash your behind. It's extremely important because you know um, that's the thing to do. And um, don't get pregnant. You know, try not to get pregnant. Try try to avoid pregnancy if you can. Um, because you know, you want to be in and enjoy all the things of the summer cuffing season is right around the corner. So uh, wait for that time to be the time to where you get, you know, knocked up. Okay. Uh, any other thing you want to add to that? Um, yeah. Watch yourself. Some of y'all be spending like the earth, the undercurrent of Satan's titty and it's just <laughs> nasty. I mean, disgusting. Yeah. And to Brian's point, me and don't be afraid to wash. I think we talk about this. Do not be afraid to wash your butt. Having. Mm-hmm. Soap go down your back. It's not washing your butt. Get in between Mm-mm. those cheeks. We're not telling you Dig. to finger yourself. We're Mm-mm. telling you to give it the same way you wipe your butt. Hopefully you do that. Mm-hmm. Like take that towel and do it. And if you feel weird, just do that part last. Make that your last, you know, few scrubs. Mm-hmm. Uh, but make sure you get in there good with soap. Don't just throw mm-hmm. your towel in there. Re-soap that towel and mm-hmm. go up in that thing and wash. Because I promise you, you're going to smell like a three-day-old diaper in this in this heat. If your mm-hmm. booty is nasty and your cheeks are stuck together with old boo-boo, I promise yep. you it's gonna be nasty. Um and in addition to not getting pregnant, don't go, don't go, don't, don't, don't come home itching either. Oh, yeah, don't. Condoms do not just prevent pregnancy. Condoms prevent mm-hmm. the spread of HIV and other sexually transmitted diseases. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
We do not want you. We want you to, you know, as ministers of the gospel, we want you to be, you know, to abstain and all those things. But at the same time, we recognize humanity. So we want you to be responsible. So whenever right. you do, be responsible. And that's what we're saying. Um, get consent. No mm-hmm. Bill Cosby's over here. Oh, yeah. Even, yeah, consent. Yes. Drunk and high sex is, yes. you know, you can't give consent. No, if you, you know, and if we know what that stuff happens. Like when people mm-hmm. are drunk and they, you know, they engage in intercourse. Mm-hmm. But if you are of sober mind and mm-hmm. that person is not, and you engage, then you may want to, well, not want to. You should wait until they're able right. to give full consent to what they want to do in that moment. Um, yeah, I think that's it, bro. I didn't want to add anything, but I want to do that. But in terms of self-care, those are the things that I'll be doing. I'll be enjoying myself. I'll be exploring. I'll be drinking mm-hmm. my water. I'll be showing my skin. I'll be doing those things. Yep, me too. I will be enjoying my summer, uh, summer vacation, enjoying friends, hanging out with friends this weekend. So I'm excited about that. Yeah, we get to, um, um, the gang gets back together in my hometown. We are. We're going to Memphis, folks. Walking so you're in Memphis. Memphis. Uh, you're in Memphis this weekend. Hit us up. We may or may not respond. <laughs> we probably won't, but hit us up anyway. <laughs> hit us up anyway. We want the love. Yeah, we want. We want. We want. We want to feel the things. We, we care about you. But uh, all right. So that that's uh, the living room. So we kind of knocked out black man self care within our self care section. Oh yeah. So um, do you have anything to add before we go to the peel box? No, City Boys up by one. I promise you, have a City Boys summer. It is our time, men. Thrive. It's not just about the high girls. City Boys are up. It, we Listen, are. You need to hit me. Call 1-800-CITY-BOY-SUMMER. Call me. I'll give you all the things. I'll give you a guide. I'll give you all the things. Go ahead. <laughs> all right, let's go to the P.O. Box. Let's go. <laughs> All right, good people, we are here at the P.O. Box, and our mailman, Rodney Jenkins, has brought us something. And as always, you can submit your letter, your question, your comment to askthegxsaw at gmail.com. We will give you a pseudonym, which is a fake name, and we just might read your letter out loud. Brian, who do we have yes. and what do they want? All right, let's see what we here. Let's go to the pronouns because we do respect pronouns. Yes. Um, so pronouns we have for this week are she. Her. Mm. With that being said, I need to give you. I need you to give us a, a strong, strong, strong black name. A good summer name. A good black summer name. Oh, okay. So I'm gonna give you one for some ladies who spent a lot of time outside. Okay. You ready? Mm-hmm. Chandra Clark. <laughs> Chandra Clark. Two to seven. Yeah. <laughs> 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 okay. <laughs> Go ahead. Chandra Clark. All right. So Chandra Reed. Chandra writes. Mary. <laughs> Chandra writes. What's good, gentlemen? I am rather new to the show, but I started listening when you all had D. Arthur on. From that point, I was hooked. Here's my question. I'm a bigger body woman, and many of my friends are on the new wave of getting in shape. I am proud of them. I have even started my own wave of working out and building my routine. My problem resides in the fact that one of the girls in our circle is pressuring me to do these extreme diets and workouts, and I am just not here for that. She is constantly giving slick comments uh, about how I need to lose more weight and, or making comments about what I am eating. Girl, if you don't leave me alone, 
I was always bigger than them. And I'm if I'm 100% honest, I don't want to be skinny. I am down to being healthier and in better shape. But skinny? Nah. How do I confront this friend and basically tell her to go to hell without being a complete <laughs> fill in the blank? <laughs> complete a-hole. Complete... Um, Lady um, dog, I'm not a few word. things. Yeah. yeah, it's a few things. All the things. All the things. Um, just need to chill. She just needs to chill before I have to snap off. Love the show and hope that I didn't make it awkward by asking you men about women's body issues. However, I would really love your opinion, Chandra Clark. And let me just say this: I love women's bodies. Like, what's the? There's nothing better than women's body. You know, we came from a woman's body. We are here because of women's bodies. We are here because are. of interaction. With the love uh, of women's bodies. Uh, <laughs> hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Um, Brian, you want to attack it first, or um, I will go first because I'm gonna sure. let you give you know more of the insight because you are a, uh, a a more of a workout person. Sure. Um, I, I was I want to commend you the fact that, that you are confident in who you are and what you want to be. Uh, you're not succumbing to the pressure of what what society may say is the best body. Right. Um, Because you can have a great body and not be in great health. So I'm excited about your fitness journey. I'm excited about you wanting to be healthy. Uh, I'm excited about you being comfortable with who you are and in your own skin. So I want to commend you on that. Um, In terms of confronting your friend, you might just tell like, hey, chill. Like, I'm comfortable who I am. This is the size I want to be. You know, I like the thick girls. I like the girls that have curves. So shouts out to you. Um, but that's pretty much all I have. What about you, Josh? No, I mean, I, I pretty much echo those same sentiments in terms of working out. I think, you know, we talked about effect fitness a couple of weeks ago and then there, there's like a diverse pool of people and where they are in their fitness journey. But one thing I love about that gym is that that is crazy. That bootcamp is, there are some bigger bodied individuals who mm-hmm. body that mm-hmm. freaking bootcamp class and are better at it than some slim folk. Right. Mm-hmm. So your size doesn't necessarily dictate the shape that you're in or what you're able to do. There are some people who are just naturally bigger bodied individuals. And no matter, I I'll never forget it. There was a young lady on our cheerleading squad in high school. And um, <laughs> that cheerleading coach was on some other, I mean, she was preparing them for like nationals type cheerleading. I mean, they were doing flips and stunts and all kinds wow. of stuff. And as much as this girl ran and did cardio, she was still a bigger bodied girl. But she was one. Mm-hmm. She was one of the girls that had the body that women are legit paying for today. Super flat wow. stomach, but with mm-hmm. a butt and thighs because just it was just the nature of her genetics. But she was in shape. You right. could see her muscle tone. But she would not ever slim down to some of the other girl sizes. And right. I say that to say, um, I've always admired her from a distance. Me and that girl was cool. Um, but because of her confidence, how she carried herself, and she didn't let the other girls on the trilling squad intimidate her. She knew what she was, and she was probably in better shape than a lot of them. I said the same mm-hmm. thing for you. If you're already working out and maintaining some type of diet, then that's what matters the most. This friend is likely is projecting on you. Um, right. this friend is likely has some issues that you might want to eventually call out. Um, mm-hmm. but you can't control your size and your size, even even if your desire was to lose a 50 pounds, 60 pounds, you know, whatever it is, right? I don't want to assume that's your business. That's your timeline. And it's not going to happen tomorrow. So if y'all got a trip in three weeks, then 
like I just said, that bitch gonna get whatever body you give them. Um, exactly. and, and you gonna stunt in whatever you do. You know what I'm saying? So Brian and I are never here to tell specifically women what to do with their bodies. What I am gonna tell you is keep taking care of yourself. Um, keep keep, you know, putting in the routines and the work that you're doing is going to pay off. Um, and forget what the rest of the haters and people have to say. Right. That's it. Whether that's your friend or not. So that's what I would tell her. Next time she has some slick, I'll put this side be like, hey. I don't appreciate that. I really wish you would stop. Um, and if we're going to continue to be friends, I need you to love and accept me for me. Now, if you see me falling right. off the wagon, feel free mm-hmm. to be my accountability part of it. Like, hey, girl, did you work out? But don't be sitting here talking about how much weight I need to lose and criticize that I want to be, you know, a 10-piece uh, hot lemon pepper. I don't, I don't need that. Right. I'm going to enjoy this hot lemon pepper right. today. I, I, I eat my Juwan kale tomorrow. Like, right. that's what it is. So it's balanced. That's, yeah, that's what, that's, that's what I would do. That's what I would do. But we hope, I, hope you, I hope we helped you, Chandra. We hope so. Yeah, I hope we did. You and Mary. Tell yeah. Mary she can shut up. Yeah, tell Mary to shut up. Write in and tell us what happened. <laughs> tell us what happened. Uh, as always, you can always reach out to us at askthejigsaw at gmail.com. Send us your information. We would love to hear your stories or answer your questions because that's what we are here for. And uh, let's finish the show with the greater conversation. We, we, we said we had some stuff to talk about. So, ready to go? Let's go. Let's do this. Let me talk. Let me talk. All right, we are here to greater conversation where we get some stuff off of our chests. And clearly, girl, all the we girls. have something to get off our chest. Yes. All the girls, all the boys, whoever you are, whatever you identify as, we have something to get off our chest today because today, you know, major bombshell happened. Yeah. We talked about it earlier in the show. Bill Cosby, um, TV's dad, America's dad, whatever you want to call him, uh, was accused of uh, sexually assaulting multiple women, over 40 women or so, around 40 women, was in jail, got released, um, and now people have different or varying opinions on the reason for him being released and all those kind of things. Joshua, would you like to go first? Sure. I'm going to try to keep this as brief. As 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 our homie on Instagram said, I'm gonna keep it black, but I'm gonna keep it brief. Um, <laughs> so my first, I don't want to drag a queen, but I am. I will say this: I am ridiculously disappointed in Felicia Rashad. Um, mm-hmm. She posted something, you know, pretty much in support of Bill Cosby. I think we all kind of knew that, but she said that it was uh, a, a a wrong has been righted, you know, for a terrible miscarriage of justice. I've, you know, I've read the facts. We read it right here in the billboard where we talked about the ways in which there was kind of a loophole and some bad, you know, some, 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 some unethical and technically illegal things that happened in terms of the other attorney, which really is why Bill Cosby got free. Uh, Mm -hmm. It does not absolve him of the responsibility of what, of being accountable to his horrible actions. Let me say that. So mm-hmm. for Felicia to be so out outright about, you know, this miscarriage of justice and things like that, I just think we need to be very careful about the words that we say. Um, because it's just it lends itself to to be very, you know, insensitive to those who deal with sexual assault, um, to any victim that is out there. And what if what it really does is further push the needle back. For those mm-hmm. who want to come out and tell their stories, because what it tells them is that no matter what I do, no matter how much evidence I have, no matter how many people come out, nothing's ever going to happen to them. 
right? Long as there's a loophole, long as there's somebody, not necessarily even a loophole, long as there's something that can happen, they can get off. My second part of this is for all of you Negroes who are out here talking about, you know, he deserved to be out, he deserved to be things like this. What I won't do is argue the letter of the law. Mm -hmm. The law is the law, Brian. Whether I agree with it or not, it is the law. And here is how I keep that same energy. The justice system is flawed, right? There are things that are that could happen that are legal, i.e. this thing he made a, a um, he was in a civil case, mm-hmm. basically admitted to criminal activity, and that was not supposed to be mm-hmm. used against him. While that is right. the law, to me, that is mm-hmm. a flawed part of the system. Uh, because there's no way in the world that you can admit something this egregious, and now because you testified in a civil suit, that you are now absolved of responsibility for the things that you committed. Yes, right. it's the law, but that doesn't make it right. So all of the you no. all who are agreeing with that, you know, particularly, you know, going back to our boy Chris, he posted some stuff. People's getting on here talking about you didn't read it. The law says this, the law says that. Yeah, well, I understand what the law says, but that but that doesn't doesn't make it any right. Check this out. Let me let, let me put it in layman's terms for you. George Zimmerman killed Trayvon Martin. Mm-hmm. According to the law, it will stand your ground. According right. to the law, he had he was he was prosecuted in front of a jury of his of his of his peers, right? Tried before mm-hmm. a jury of his peers, rather, and they found him to be not guilty. So the law suggests that this is the way the regardless of evidence, regardless of the fact that he, you know, he actually still murdered this young man. Regardless of the circumstances, what you cannot deny, Brian, is that George Zimmerman mm-hmm. murdered Trayvon Martin, right? Am I right or am I wrong? You're absolutely right. Okay. So the law and the systems in which he was he he was tried against resulted in a not guilty verdict. Mm-hmm. I won't argue that that is the law. I won't argue that based on what happened, that yes, technically he deserves to walk because the justice system was set up and used in a way that made him a free man. But what can right. never be taken away from him is the fact that he actually killed Trayvon Martin. So mm-hmm. we can argue about semantics. We can argue about the legal system. We can argue about stand your ground laws and all the different laws and the loopholes and technicalities and all those different things. But at the end of the day, what must right. be admitted is that George Zimmerman killed Trayvon Martin. Why is that mm-hmm. relevant? Because you can say everything you want to say about um, the district attorney and the second attorney who did all these other type of things that were technically illegal. But what it does, but that those the What's what's the word I want to use? Um, The legalities in which we are talking about does not change the fact that William Cosby, EDD, Mm -hmm. admitted to sexually assaulting these women. So he is still a rapist. He is still a molester. He is still Mm -hmm. an assault. Like, you know what I'm saying? He still has victims of assault under his belt. That does not change. And I'm right. trying to understand how y'all are getting A plus B equal to D. Like it doesn't, like that that fact doesn't, am, am I missing something, Brian? Um, I don't think you're missing anything because I agree. Okay, and so I'm, I'm going to stop and let you go ahead because I'm just, the more I talk, the more upset I, I get. <laughs> no, and that's the, that's the weird thing is like the fact that I'm seeing people like, celebrated but also the level of insensitivity like do you not know anybody that's ever been sexually assaulted or been raped or molested or anything like that for you to you know because not to, to not consider these women um one 
Bill Cosby, he gave us the Cosby show. He gave us a different world. He gave us um, years of great content and he did some things and gave money to some historical psychologists, stuff like that. But, uh, but that does not absolve him the fact that he, you know, assaulted some people, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and he's never publicly apologized. He's never apologized seemingly in private. Um, he admitted to the fact that he did it. Um, so, no, I'm not going to celebrate the fact that, you know, he got out of, out of prison. Did I want to see Bill Cosby die in jail? No, because he's Heathcliff flexible, right? That's the character he gave us, too. You know what I'm saying? But I'm also going to consider the fact that these women who, you know, came forward, uh, they they spoke out against something, and then now the person that they spoke out against is they, they're feeling that they're not getting justice. Um, I'm also tripping about these, some of these people who are so-called woke or, um, you know, folks coming at my homeboy, Chris, um, I would love to see y'all on the street um, because y'all tone was a little too rugged in his comments. I didn't like that. I will call people's names out, but I'm not going to do that. Um, but it's just, it's just funny to see that how, you know, you are celebrating the technicalities of Bill Cosby getting out of jail, but let's talk about same energy, right? Um, this is the same legal system that lets white cops or cops in general get off with killing black folks. Mm-hmm. Right. And like you said, using your same example, Josh, at this point, evidence is there. Body cameras are there. It's it's clear as day that they should be you know, in jail. And then there's a technicality that lets them off. This is the exact same thing. It was a technicality, the fact that he admitted to what he did and they used it outside of the the, the, the scope of what they could have used it. Yep. Um, so this this is really want to give a shout out to all the people who've ever been assaulted, ever been molested, raped or anything like that. Um, I know moments like this can be completely triggering to you. So I do apologize for some of those things. Um, all the folks who are really out here caping for Cosby. Um, I don't understand it. Um, mother, mother Rashad, you are literally one of my favorite people on, on earth. I love you so much. You're one of my first crushes. I, you know, Claire Huxable was always bad. Um, your comments just weren't there. Some things you probably need to just keep to yourself and not post. Um, but that's it. Shout out to Dumbo Chris again, who who came for the people and uh, so many expletives I can use for the people that came after him that was on his page talking about, but, 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 but. There are but. no buts. There are no buts. Right. He raped those then, women. We weren't right, there. Victim shaming, you know, yeah. all the things. Yeah. I'm like, and, these, and most of these folks, and I don't like talking about the church or church folks, but a lot of these people that were coming at Chris were like so-called church folks. You know what I'm saying? So, like, that to me was also disheartening, the fact of... And can we talk about one person that I saw that said that black women always say, we love our black men, we love our black men, free our black men, and then, you know, so I, then they was like another, but just, you know, you in the same breath, you say, oh, disappointed that Bill Cosby is out of jail. Two things can be true. There are a lot <laughs> yes. of black men that need to be free. There are a lot of black men that are incriminated or in jail right. for, for, for non-felony crimes, like some minor drug possessions. Those men need yeah. to be out of jail. But I still can be disappointed that justice was not served for this man who raped these women. Like, yeah. like I, I don't even understand. Again, I don't understand how y'all get A plus B equal and Z. You know what I'm saying? Right. Y'all are just all... Yeah. Over the place, y'all are all over the place. Y'all, y'all are really acting like several things can't be true at the same mm-hmm. time. To your point, Brian, right. there could be a technicality, right? There can mm-hmm. be a flawed system. There could be a system mm-hmm. that actually works, and there still mm-hmm. can be a man who was guilty. 
Period. Right. Look at R. Kelly before this stuff. It was on right. video that he peed on, on this underage video. girl. And he right. got off. And what did we do? Mostly as a community. We continue to celebrate. We continue stepping in the name of love. We continue singing. We didn't really mm-hmm. pick up all of this energy until surviving R. Kelly. Right. Yep. And all the other stuff. We we knew about Aaliyah. We did the things, but there, there were things within the system that allowed him to get off. Mm-hmm. And the same thing is happening now. There were things within that system, a technicality that is allowing Bill Cosby to get off. With Brian said he technically didn't want to see Bill Cosby ride and die in jail. I don't know that I'm saying that because I know mm-hmm. how old he is and I know the time he should have been serving. So right. if he was 95 and didn't make it, then, you know, I don't wish death on anybody, but God forbid, that's like, those are the consequences to your actions, bro. Like it's just, oh, yeah. it just, it just is what it is. But I'm gonna say this, and I saw somebody else post it. Cliff Huxtable ain't real. Right. Cliff Huxtable ain't real. And as much as I love his character on the show, he is not real. So we have he to. He and Bill Cosby yeah, the same. We got to take away our love for the Cosby Show just because we fell in love with Heathcliff and Claire Huxtable. Like that's not right. it. Heathcliff, and that's the other thing. Bill Cosby used the influence of Heathcliff to do a lot of stuff that he did. Right. If you want to keep it a strong book, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's really hard. While we can separate the art from the artist, it is real hard a lot of times. That this is why this is why personally R. Kelly's counsel for me. Because when I saw Survivor R. Kelly, it was very evident that he used his influence and his art to do what he did. So it's hard for me mm-hmm. to continue to support an art that was really made and written, right? To be to lure these young women to to all of his shenanigans and his illegal and uh, and and unethical and deplorable behavior. The same thing with Bill Cosby. I'm not in a seat to, to necessarily judge because we all have our vices and stuff. But when right. but when you are in this space where you're doing such egregious acts. Right. And you mm-hmm. use your influence to leverage those acts. I have a problem yep. with that. And then we have people giving mm-hmm. all these but these hypotheticals, but the law said. But yes, the law says what it says. And I'm not gonna argue with you niggas who do not have law degree, but half of y'all who barely pass high school. I'm gonna argue with you. Right. I'm a student of the law. I studied pre-law. I studied pre-law in undergrad. I got degrees in public administration, public policy. I understand law. I understand policies. So that's not what I'm arguing. What I'm saying is that that does not mean that he's not guilty. It does not mean that he's still not a rapist it does not mean that we still should not support what he's doing that is all that we're saying and for you who mm-hmm. don't get that you know for lack of better words go to hell and burn twice mm-hmm. yep <laughs> that's simple i said i wasn't gonna get upset and y'all done got me started <laughs> but it's just so frustrating it's so frustrating to see people um defending somebody that where to Chris made a great point. If it was your sister who was an alleged victim, you wouldn't have any of this energy. Exactly. And and to like, and that's where I think we got to put ourselves in certain positions. Cause these are the same niggas that, you know, free Bill Cosby, the same niggas that free Ray Ray and Ray Ray killed like three people. And you notice, like, some niggas don't need to be freed. Like, you know what I'm saying? Some people need to go to jail. Like, and it is what it is. And I know people that are in prison right now and they did the crime. Like, and it's just, it is what it is. Um, and again, like, I'm not saying everybody's perfect. I'm not saying a legal system gets everything right. Um, but you know, this is not one of the situations where I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm glad Bill Cosby was out of jail. Like, nah, at this point, I'm only considering and thinking about the people who have, you know, have been affected, um, by the alleged thing that he did. I wasn't there, but if he did things that, you know, he's accused of or admitted to doing, then, um, this is not necessarily justice to those, those ladies. Um, 
with that being said, I think this is this end of the end of the podcast. I think this is another episode of the Jigsaw Podcast. Uh, do we have an announcement to make? Um, yes, we have one big announcement that this is it until August fifth. We are about summertime. We are going on summer vacation ourselves. We're going to rest and relax. We've given y'all what is this episode fifty six now? Fifty six episodes with very minimal breaks. Um, we've celebrated one year of being a show. We celebrated several. We got one year coming up when Brian initially entered. That's coming up soon. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, so many other things. We appreciate y'all for rocking with us. So bear with us as we take some time to recuperate and rest and rejuvenate. Our social media will be active. Uh, and we're mm-hmm. coming back planning for some great collabs, um, some great guests, some great topics um, that'll get this you know, end of summer, early fall thing started off. But we want to really appreciate you. Thank you for your love, your support. We do. In the meantime, go buy merch. Support mm-hmm. us uh, as we plan Please to grow do. and expand. Um, but that's all I got, bro. Anything you got by way of announcement? Uh, same thing, man. It's, uh, thanks to all the listeners. Uh, we want to enjoy our summers. Um, please go out there and support us. All the ways support is you can just follow our page. You can share our page. You can share our, our, our you know, um, episodes. You can rewatch or re-listen to our episodes. Um Make sure you give us a five star rating. Five stars are nothing at all. Comment, um, follow us on our different medias, right? Medium, medium. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, the Jigsaw Podcast on IG. I am Josh Rogers. I am Brian Hare. Facebook, all those different things that we are on. Uh, email us. Um, ask the Jigsaw. All that kind of stuff. We want to hear from you. Uh, but please go out there, enjoy your summers. Uh, be safe. Um, 4th of July is coming up. We're not celebrating that, but we are going to cook out. Um, and before we go, Josh, you want to tell the people what they need to do? Um, keep shining, keep smiling, (laughs) knowing you can always count on me for sure. No, go ahead. Do what you can, why you can, the best way that you can, but in all you're doing, do not get caught with your work undone. That is a wrap. See you in August. Goodbye and good night. Love you. Love y'all.